Food Alchemy Network, a metaphysical channel. It helps broaden the mind and the soul. Take a journey into. Uh oh. Where did I go? <laughs> okay, you guys, forgive me for that. <laughs> Only me, right? beautiful shows that you're going to be able to tune in each week. So I want to bring you a lot of information for you to broaden your mind and soul and understand and connect to deeper parts even that you've never thought of. So please be opening your mind to expand. So I am the CEO of Food Alchemy Network, aka Dr. D, aka Food Alchemist. And for you all that knows out there, you know, food for me is mind, body, and soul. So, and also our esoteric, everything esoteric is food for thought, mind, and soul. So that's giving you a little bit about. So today we do have a guest, but I also want you to say, stay tuned. On Mondays, we have Coffee with Ori. That's 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, on Thursdays, Angelic Whispers with Dr. Ron Bates. But we're doing a special tomorrow. He's not doing a Thursday show. So, just this week. And on Friday, we have dinner with dinner time with Dr. D and Corey, another generation. And then on Saturday, it's Women's Circle. So, we'll have a series of shows that's going on, of life in general. So I want you to stay tuned and be present with us. Also, always, always, always listening to this channel is very important. Get a pencil, get a paper, get a book, or even record. Or go back and if whatever you miss, get it on the recording so you will not miss anything. So I want to say thank you for everybody's out there that's tuning in. We are so happy to have you. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce Miriam. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so tell people who you are first, who you are, because there's a difference of who you are and what you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Marion and um, I am a multidimensional galactic human being is what I like to say. And um, I'm working all over the place, whether it be here or in other planes of existence. Um, I'm an artist. Uh, I love dancing. I love singing. Um, I um, used to be a hairdresser. Let's see what else. Uh I used to be a makeup artist. I am obviously covered in tattoos. There's a lot about me. I'm a lot of things all wrapped, wrapped up in one. But um, the, I think that the best thing for me to describe myself as a very compassionate, loving human being who um, is really trying her best to stay present for everyone while she's here in this lifetime. <laughs> so <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. So tell us, besides all of that, um, how are you feeling today? Like with the shift of the changes, like what is your day feeling like just today? 
So um, today I actually felt that we were coming into a different band of uh, frequency, I guess you could say. Um, it was really strong. It pushed up against a lot of uh, a lot of things. It pushed up against me and I would say a good portion of the collective. I felt that energy big time. Um, in pulling a few cards um, for myself, I really felt, uh, you know, in asking the question of like, you know, what's going on here? What am I feeling today? And um, earth came up, uh, communication and forgiveness. And um, it was all into the serious energies. The, so the, um, um, you know, the, this, this, the serious, the planet. Um, and with those beings, the Syrian beings, which I work, I've worked closely with actually. I have an aspect of myself that uh, that actually resides in the serious system. And so those energies are heavy and it definitely played out. And I had a very odd day because of it. Lots of tears. Um, but uh, coming into trying to find a more neutral space with how I was feeling was very difficult. <laughs> I kept swinging one way or the other. And um, that's kind of how I try to, um, I try to maintain um, a neutral point on a lot of things. Um, it's very hard. I will tell you, that's not something that came to me <laughs> right off the bat. Um, that's like eight, nine years of self-work to get to that point. Um, and so, yeah, I was working really hard today on the emotional level. Physically, I felt okay though. Um, as far as the physical energy goes a little low on the energy scale, but, um, you know, I just, when I'm feeling that energetic lull, I meditate a lot or do yoga, uh, breath work, uh, breath or breath work will really get you going. So that's kind of what I do. I practice that every single day is breath work and Kundalini yoga. And, um, and, you know, I just, you know, took myself out for a walk, did some boxing, you know, um, did some rowing, you know, just to try to really push through the emotional stuff. Cause while we have all the energies kind of shifting around and all the emotional stuff, I mean, there's a big portion of physical activity that helps keep our auric field clean. It helps keep our, um, energy field balanced. So, um, that's just something that I practice every day in general, but yeah, just really, really feeling it today. Um, and, uh, but it's, it's been, it's better than it has been. I'll tell you that much. Cause a few, a week ago, even a few weeks ago, it was, it was rough, just rough, yeah. rough. And I, I know everyone was feeling it, that thickness. I, I kept describing it as walking through or being in molasses, like walking through molasses, almost wow. like that, you know, molasses um, tough stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like it just trying to move every, you know, it was like, I could barely move. And so, um, but I kept pushing through persevering, you know, just kept telling myself, this is, this is so, this is only temporary. You know, you'll, you'll come out the other side of it. You're going to pop out the other side. And, uh, and I didn't, I didn't really want to acknowledge that I was feeling um, so much of the collective energy, but I was really feeling that the collective okay. and whew, yeah. So I had to have a, another healer friend of mine 
help me in a session to really help me kind of come out. Like even us healers, we need, <laughs> we need help too, you know? Um, even though I can use these almost all my modalities on myself, sometimes we need that outside perspective. We need that that uh, outside help. So I definitely had to call in some help. <laughs> right. So, yeah. But we got to be willing to accept it. Some people will not take help. That is another thing. We're yeah. good at giving. Sometimes we're not good at receiving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that that's a very key point of that aspect of life we're also like giving 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 and then we don't realize when we give so much we could get we could tank out because we're not giving to ourselves or receiving from ourselves so thank you so much for expressing and letting people know and sharing with that knowledge of that so without further ado i'm ready to roll um the topic today is light languages and i love the beautiful conversation that we had yesterday so i kind of want to give people a recap about light languages because we were talking about the frequencies of light languages and the variable mm -hmm. because most people don't understand there's also variables just like your spiritual growth of evolving that light language is evolving too and one aspect was we're talking about speaking in tongues so could you elaborate your your understanding of light languages? Because I don't like to like everybody's is different. You know everybody, I mean? yeah, everybody will have a different take on it. So um, please, you know, just just you know, anything I say, anything that doesn't resonate with you, um, you do not have to take it and accept it. You can take it and and you know and go walk right on by if, if you choose, um, not, <laughs> like you know, not to, uh, if you just don't resonate with it, it's fine. And I do not take offense to any of it, but so my, my understanding of, uh, speaking in tongues is that, um, and I gave, um, Cecily the example of dance. So there are many, like you say, oh, I'm a dancer. Well, what kind of dancer are you? There's many different forms of dance. So speaking in tongues is kind of another way. It's just another faction or another, you know, of, of light language. Um, it is a little bit, from my understanding, a little bit of a lower density way of uh, speaking light language. But it, it is what came in, um, not what first came in, but what came in in through those um, those uh, churches where it was coming through, where it came in. So it was just, you know, as with anything that has to come in and evolve and grow, it needs a place to come in. And it came in and it started there and it's evolved and grown since then. Um, I, you know, I, I know people have if you if you look at videos of people speaking in tongue, um, you will see and you will hear a difference and you will feel a difference between speaking in tongues versus light language. Now, as with any light language, when I first started doing it, it, it does, you know, there's, there's a, there's a period there where it's, it wants to come through. It's, you know, it's got to evolve too as well, but you can still feel the difference. You can still feel the frequency difference. Um, because that energy, that frequency is coming through you, whether or not you're actually speaking it yet, it's it's there. It's it's inside everyone. It's waiting to come out. And a lot of people don't even realize that before they even speak it, 
They're doing hand movements with it. Dancing, dancers move with energy. Um, doing Qigong, like all of those things. That is a form of light language. It's an expression, especially using the hands. It's an expression and an extension of the throat chakra. Um, singing is another way of um, expressing light language. Art is another way of expressing light language. There are many different, everyone's going to express it differently. Some will express it in all the ways and some will only express it one way. So <clears throat> um, yeah, with the speaking tongues, if that's how you, if that's what you want to call it, or if that's how it comes through for you at first, it might do that, but it will evolve and it will change. That's kind of my take on that. I like that. So you're saying it comes through art. So could you explain a little bit about art? Like, uh, like dancing, is it like painting pictures? Is it sculpting? Is it, you know, like, you know, cause there's so many different mediums. Yeah. So <laughs> I, so I do, um, I actually do light language. I call it coding. I do okay. code work. Um, and I use it in art. I draw. Um, I, most of my drawing was all by hand. I'm now doing, uh, mainly digital just because it's easier and faster. Um, so that's how I've chosen to express it in an art form, um, is through drawing. So I do have most of my code work, all of my drawings and, uh, stuff on my Instagram, which is, um, uh, Marion Amiel Grace. It's Marion underscore Amiel underscore Grace. Um, so with the artwork, I call it activated art because the way I do mine, everyone is different when they do light language art, but the way I do mine is, um, you'll see, I have a, uh, one of my codes is a Phoenix. I have a Phoenix drawing wow. and, um, when you look at it, you see the Phoenix, what you begin to start to focus on is that throughout the entire drawing, there is these, like, they look like, um, like writing. It looks like, um, you know, um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the, of the word Sanskrit. It looks like Sanskrit. And so what starts happening is you start, cause, because I've drawn you in by the subject matter and you start looking at the actual, what's going on inside of it, a healing is occurring. There's actually an activation. It's just like going to a museum and seeing artwork or seeing sculptures or anything that you look at that, that, you know, that makes you go, oh, wow. You know, just like music, when you hear a song and it, you feel it, you know, it's the same thing with my art. Um, it's, 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 you're looking at it and you're like, Whoa, what is that? And it's, it's that, that, that inspiration that there's, there's this activation happening within you because your soul recognizes the energy that, that, that's coming from the art. So just like with dancing or singing and as with art, any intention, anytime you're doing anything from that place of the soul, it's coming through just like when a singer is really singing from their soul. You can take two people, you can have them sing the same song. One can sing from the soul and the heart and the other one can just sing it 
And who are you going to feel something from? You're going to feel it from that person that's bringing through like really that energy. So that's where my art, when I'm doing my art, I'm putting that frequency, that energy of, let's say the Phoenix, that, that, that death and rebirth, that empowerment, that, you know, the code of empowerment over and over and over again. And I'm, I'm in this certain frequency as I'm creating and I'm connecting to various different aspects that have been through, you know, the Phoenix energy, because I've been through it multiple times and really putting it into the art. So what you're seeing and what you're getting is you're, you're getting this healing and this activation into that particular code. So that's, that for me is the art portion of light language. Now others, if you look up light language art, you can do that, um, with the hashtag on, uh, Instagram, you can look up uh, light language code, light codes. Um, there's various different, any, you, even if you just put hashtag light language, you're going to get a lot of different things, but you can start to see everybody's different artwork. There's also another name for it called Asemic Art, which is um, A-S-E-M-I-C, Asemic Art, also falls into the category of light language. And, uh, that's just another, it's just another expression, another form, um, of, of light work. It's just another form. It's my favorite. I love, I love doing all the forms of it, but I really love creating and you can do it through sculpture. Um, and you can do it through, um, I mean, all sorts of different ways, any you, music. I know several people who play guitar and violin and drum that bring through those frequencies of light language. So it's very possible to express it any way in any way. Wow. Okay. I like that. Sorry. I'm like I said, I'm going for one computer and typing again at the same time. So I'm going to put a stomach in here so people can see. So, uh, so what started you to actually create or get involved in light language itself? Like, how did that start? So it actually was a video <laughs> I saw. I was on Facebook one day and this woman I was friends with, on there. I don't even know how her and I became friends. Um, there was it's like, I, I had actually, okay, I'll, let's take it back. 2013. I had a friend who uh, was a Marine. He spent a lot of time over in Afghanistan. And um, he said he was over there and started one night. They were, you know, it was they were doing something and he started speaking this language and he said, nobody knew what he was saying. He had no idea what he was saying. So when he came back, you know, he was, he was telling me the story and he starts speaking this language and I'm like, I, what is that? You know? And, um, it, he was like, I don't know. It just comes out during certain times, but I felt this energy. I felt this like galactic, like, but kind of mythical 
interesting, like energy. I was like, there, it's like this, it's almost like, it felt like genie energy. It was really crazy. And so I kind of set that aside. And then a couple years later, um, I started, it started to kind of want to come through. It started coming through um, actually in my dream space long, even before that, but it really started coming through and I would wake up. I'd like, what language am I speaking here? And um, so, you know, it just, it, it, it really, all it took was, it was kind of there in the background and I watched this video and this woman starts like, you know, speaking and I'm like standing there with my phone and I can feel it energetically hitting me. It was like goosebumps, right? It was like, every time she would speak, it was, I could feel the, the hit, hit, hit. And it was lighting every single cell in my body. And next thing I know, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's, you know, like I'm up against the wall going, what is happening to me? And I was so stunned that I had to share it with my mom. I'm like, can you watch this and see if you're getting this? Because something is happening to me. So it was after that, that, um, it like all of a sudden, you know, the, the words wanted to start coming out. I realized I had already been using my hands, you know, um, to do the movements and all of a sudden the dreams, I started like realizing, oh my gosh, like, what is this? This is what's been coming through my dream. So I actually started researching it and I was in a group at the time. Um, and, they like kind of helped me figure it out. And that's when I was introduced. Um, I spent like a good year trying to figure, you know, trying to like figure it out, doing it privately in this group and not really putting it out there. Um, and I, and I read, uh, Jamie price, um, her book opening to light language and it like made everything make sense to me. I'm like, Oh, this is it. And it was really in that, in that book and in that connection, you know, um, that I really was like, okay, I, there, there are other people that do this. And then that's when I started finding that tribe, that tribe of people. And, um, and it took probably, like I said, the first year of me just really, you know, it healing myself, it peeled, like I had already done the healing work, but light language really peeled it back even further. And, um, I started using it in my healing practice and yeah, it just, it kind of snowballed. It went, it kind of, you know, once it, I, it opened up, it kind of just went into this full swing and I just went with it. And, um, luckily now there's so much support around, um, the opening of light language and the process of it, um, that, that wasn't there when I, when this all first started happening to me, but there is so much support now. So for anybody that's in that space of, you know, whether it's confusing them or, you know, they're scared of it or they're not quite sure. Um, there are so many people out there like me who went through that journey, who are out there trying to help others um, with their journey into light language. And there are tons of groups now, um, even groups on Clubhouse. Um, there are groups on, you know, Instagram, even TikTok. Um, there's, I mean, it's just everywhere now. So it's, it's really amazing that there's that much support now. Cool. See, that's good. So what I'm doing is um, going back and forth. <laughs> you guys, I'm here, but I'm, I'm multitasking. multitasking. Go for it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm getting this. It's like, it's going to get, we're going to get this uh, 
we're gonna close this gap as i said um i just did something it just went out <laughs> but it's okay it'll come back okay there we go did it nope <sighs> did you go nope it didn't that's okay i got you okay <laughs> you gotta you gotta love it um because like i said i guess like you're doing you're doing a lot so i'm interviewing and keeping my mind open so um i'm trying to put the name of the books i was you know I, Jamie Price, uh, the opening of light languages, and I wanted to put the other books so people have some reference to go to because that's very important of get, being able to get information, especially when you don't have information where yeah. to go to. And that's why I'm going to put the clubhouse that clubhouse on TikTok. That's what I'm interpreting, guys. I'm putting this all in there. So all the languages you'll be able to understand. Did I put that down here? Yes, I did. Yeah, um, there's a couple, there's a couple groups on um for anyone that is that is in Clubhouse. There's so many um really amazing um groups that are doing that are holding space uh for people that are coming into light language. Um and uh there's um in the book, you know, um, opening to light language. Um, there's another, um, person who wrote, um, her name is Yvonne Perry and she also has a few light language books out as well. So, um, she's another one that's, uh, really, really good to connect with and read. Her books are amazing. And, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot, you know, I mean, if you just, Google even light language. I mean, you're to come up with a lot, which I, at the time, not a lot came up when I was first going through all this, but now so much is coming up, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, if you find me on, on Instagram, you can look at who, uh, who I follow and you'll see, like, I've got like a, a, a slew of really good, amazing, like people that I'm actually like personally friends with and have collaborated with that are so good. Um, I mean, just it, with their, with their art, with, you know, how they're supporting others going through this journey. And I mean, I do it as well. I offer the sessions. Um, I don't do any mentoring sessions, but I do know that there are handfuls of people out there um, helping and mentoring people who are going through this um, path or on this path. Okay. All right. I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's taking me a little bit. Okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so thank you, God. Thank you for being patient. That's number one. Um, because... A lot of people don't understand where to go or the books to read or, yeah. you know, it's a lot to take in, just like your spiritual development. You're, you're always learning yeah. uh, where to go. What do you do? How do you make this work? What, what is the nearest and dearest thing that you can do and finding someone that, or a group, or like you said, your tribe. So you're not sitting there feeling crazy yeah mm -hmm. um because that is as you're going through the change as you're going through the change in your new discovery what happened to the people around you um how did that affect them so the group i was a part of actually um they were really supportive at first 
And then something changed. Um, it got a little too, I don't know, honestly, I don't know what happened um, there for them. I can't, I'm not them. So I can't say, right. and it was a pretty big group of people that I was a part of. Um, and it got to be too much. And so I had to leave that group, but what I found in, in place of all that was I started making connections to, um, fellow, um, light language people on Instagram and Jamie price herself had a class. She actually had a light language like class. And so I signed up for it. And this was when everybody was still able to do in-person things. Um, now she does, I think she does in person, but I think she's doing all of her classes on through Zoom now. But still, so I went to Sedona and in 2018 or 2019, I can't remember, 18 or 19, maybe. Um, a year after I'd already, you know, been doing this. And I met 50 of the most wonderful group of people who were all going through what I was going through. Mm -hmm. And, but it was really cool because I had a lot of support, um, from my mom. Um, I had a lot of support from my coworkers. Um, I was really, I was very lucky that I had, and I shouldn't even say lucky. I was blessed that I had a lot of people who, um, who knew me and because I'd been on this path for so long, like I'd already been doing all this work and crystals and this and that and the other. So it wasn't like light language was like, you know, it wasn't all of a sudden Marion was normal and Marion came out and started doing all this weird stuff. Everybody already kind of knew, you know, I was kind of, you know, on the fringe, <laughs> you know, but also a really sane person. Um, so they were all very intrigued actually about what was, what was happening with me. And um, because I was so, you know, it, just open and willing and transparent, um, and everybody, you know, really like was the, okay, you know, we're here to help you and hold you, you know, hold you through this. Um, but it really helped to connect with all those people at, um, at the light language, um, class, because it was, it was this like beautiful journey, like three and a half days of, you know, all these people. And I still communicate with all of these people. We're all still really close friends and, and talk and stuff. And Jamie really, Jamie Price really created um, a really good um, network for all of us to really connect. And so we um, are also, um, you know, have a, a face, a private Facebook group for everyone that's taken her course. Um, <laughs> So it's, you know, everybody's sharing and growing together and it's been really amazing. So, um, yeah, I really like encourage, you know, um, there are lots of people who give these classes that I know, um, not just Jamie Price, um, uh, Susie, this girl that I know, this woman that I know, um, Susie, Susie Byler creation temple. I just did a light language symposium with her and, um, she, is another she teaches as well just kind of like jamie price and then um i mean there's just a there's a bunch of them i'm i'm friends with all sorts of people that that teach you know light language 
Um, Sarah Bloomfield, she's another friend of mine on Facebook. And there are just all these really loving, amazing people that are just holding space. So yeah, I was really, really blessed to have people around me who, and I made the right connections for myself. You know, I just really put myself out there and had a lot of support. And at, at first I did not post on Facebook because in some of the groups, there weren't as many groups as there are now. And I was a part of um, uh, a few groups here and there that were supposedly into spiritual stuff. And I posted light language and everybody in the group told me I was crazy. So I didn't post on Facebook for um, quite some time. It wasn't till much, like probably like a year later that I felt comfortable actually posting any of my videos. I actually felt more comfortable posting on Instagram than I felt on Facebook for some reason. I felt like the Instagram crowd was a lot more um, supportive um, than Facebook. <laughs> it just got to be so crazy on Facebook. Facebook has changed in the last year about that, but still, I feel like the community, the light language community in on Instagram is very supportive and super amazing. Okay. So, and another person was Soology. Is that, that's, is that so, so, Soology or Solgy, that's um, just a, um, a show that's on um, uh, Todd Medina. He's, he's on, it's on YouTube, um, but it's also on Facebook. He has a show and he has all these, um, it, it's, it's more, it's everything. It's all covers all the spiritual stuff. And, but he's just been such a support to everyone in the fringe spiritual community, all the people that do all the stuff that's like still quite not like accepted, you know? Um, but I really highly encourage anyone on YouTube. Um, if they look up Todd Medina, look up Solji, uh, watch his show. Cause there's, you will, he just, you'll just meet or see and connect with all these amazing people that he interviews. And, um, I would say he has like, two to three shows almost every day, different interviews with different people. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it's really incredible. So um, if you ever want to just have, you know, just get some expansive conversation, have your mind really, really stretched, but like in a really amazing way, um, check him out for sure. Okay. Well, we're over our time for a little bit. We got to go to a commercial self. I speak as you hear over the commercials. <laughs> so stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We will be going to a commercial. So let me do this. And here we go. Food Alchemy Network. Empowerment for body, mind, and soul. Open yourself up to take your life into journeys beyond coffee with Ori on Mondays every Monday no subject is taboo with coffee with Ori angelic whispers with Dr. Ron Bates the angel whisper always available Dr. D spiritual connections we just fit in where we get in always open food alchemy network expand your body mind and soul with food for your mouth for your soul, food for thought. We thank 
tuning in to Food Alchemy Network. Dr. D, med physician. The alchemy within you she brings out to help you with your alignment of self. Knowing yourself via feedback, Reiki, Prana, Muna, Aiki, and so many others. Detoxification. Dr. D, med physician. Quantum energy healing done by Dr. D and many other services. Intuitive life coach, Ori. Ori is a reader, Yoruba priestess, and minister. You can call him at 561 0566 and Ori has a plethora of books that you can look at at this present time. Again, the number is 561 5100566 and Coffee Ori is on on Mondays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Where are you in your life? And then we have Angelic him today i am back ladies and gentlemen i'm excited so let's get really into the light languages because we were even talking about uh different forms of we're going to do the vocal where you can speak them and they have different sounds like we were saying um they can also hit different um what i got was the download you can tell me if i'm wrong download i got was that they they have their own binary beat for healing that you can speak it or the sounds like the clicking like you were saying the sounds but the clicking say there's dolphin uh clicking mm-hmm. and there are pitches of different clicks it's not just click 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 they have different pitches that hit a different organ but not only organ the information I got was not just different organs, but different esoteric of your body of chakras and also your esoteric field. It will penetrate that and so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about the dolphin uh, speaking uh, and it's close to like whale. Am, am I yeah. So with the dolphin energy and the whale energy, a lot of their light language is actually not, I mean, it, it, it can be sound, but a lot of it is, is um, it's like sonic. It's like frequency, okay. like high pitched frequency, high sound. Like it's very um, it's like, if you listen to the song of whales, right? Like you, if you Google it or whatever, and you listen to whale song um, that's essentially what it sounds like. It's really hard for, um, for like, most of us light language people that do that to like kind of replicate those sounds, but, um, but they do, but that frequency still comes through, even though like 
you know, let's say if I was going to bring through the whale energy, I don't necessarily have to like bring through that sound, but I can bring through that energy and that frequency. But they're, they, they kind of have like this, like this waves of energy that come and it's very like sonar, like very, like it, it's like echolocation type stuff. Um, the clicking, um, there's even like, even like the snapping. Um, and then there's, I have friends of mine that can do like, um, that literally do these almost like the sounds that ravens, ravens do ravens click and stuff. Um, and they do these crazy sounds like, like, um, the Aborigines do it. Mm -hmm. Um, they make all these sounds with their mouths and stuff that are like, it's, it's all related to elementals, elemental energy. And so that's a lot of like the, the stuff that, that comes through is not necessarily words, it's sounds. And that's very important. And that brings us back to our connections that everything, like I said, everybody's energy and everybody's a frequency. We actually radiate our own frequency. Um, even when, and our frequency does change, even when we're sick, we don't realize it, but the energy or the sound, the vibration that you vibrate when you're sick or unwell is different for when you're, you're strong and healthy, you have another, uh, frequency and vibration that goes out. Um, so much of communicating through your mind and your body, your body sends the signal out. So that's what I was wondering, you know, is that like a form of uh, light language? Um, you mean as far as like what, what is coming off of like you, like as a, is that what you're asking? As a being, as a being. Um, kind of, uh, sort of. Um, so yes, we admit a frequency and a vibration and things do come off of us. And depending on like, if we're in a certain mood, if we're in a, like, if we're sick, if we're healthy, you know, it's all this frequency and vibration. It is communicating. It is a communication. Um, it, it can communicate and it can communicate with, with other things outside of you. It can communicate with the subtle realm. Um, is that a form of light language? I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, um, I guess so. I mean, it is a form of communication. I mean, why wouldn't it fall into that category? You know, there's so much about all of this that we don't really know that right. we think we know, you know? And so <laughs> I'm always willing to say, why not? You know, um, to me, I really think there is no right or wrong when it comes to any of this stuff. It's, it's all a communication. It's all a frequency. It's all, you know, numbers and lights and colors and sounds. And I think that, you know, you know, to say um, light language is or isn't something, how, how do we know? We don't, you know, um, but it is, I mean, everything around us is communicating constantly. And so why wouldn't it be a, a light language? Because that's literally why we see color and why we see things around us is because of the light bouncing around right? and, you know, coming off of things and creating frequencies. So we see things, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, you could say you probably, it, it probably could be a right. form of light language. 
So, okay, and we'll go back to like the dear, um, not dear, I don't know why, where that came from. Okay, so it must be something a dear. Um, the dolphin and the whale uh, sonar is mm -hmm. different, but they recognize each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, they kind of all ride in the same band but they do know they they like whales versus dolphins um they all kind of ride in that same band but they are they they are definitely different in in some sense the sounds right. are different the frequency right. is different um and they they do communicate a little bit differently but it's it's all very like i've noticed with the whale energy it's a lot of, it's more of a knowledge, more of an ancient knowledge feeling when they come through. Okay. And with, with dolphins, it's not that they don't have all that knowledge, but like whale, when I feel whale energy, that's when, that's when higher, deeper, ancient knowledge is coming in. Dolphins tend to be more of healing, if that makes any sense. They have more mm -hmm. of a they're there to assist and heal and do telepathic communication. Whereas the whales for me, um, when I dream about them or connect with them, they're downloading ancient knowledge to me. They're, they're a little bit more of it of, of also of like a, like if I need a lot of grounding, they tend to come in too for me. Um, okay. Yeah. But they're, and they're very, um, whales are, they are very like divine mother energy for me as well. They have a very loving, like deep mother energy. Okay. Um, dolphins have kind of more of a, a fun, playful. Uh, they're a little bit, a little bit of a higher energy. I have to say for me anyways, everybody's going to connect with them differently. Um, so you know, when I connect with them versus, you know, um, versus when someone else connects to them, it's going to be different for everybody. All right. Just like we're all different. That's how we get along. That's what makes the pot beautiful yeah. um, at times. So we mix it up. So the whales, um, so, cause I want to like really discover like the different uh, light languages that there, there are, you know, like the art. I really love that is the connection, um, the whales and elemental um, component of it as well, but also the galactic connect connection mm -hmm. of light language. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So what's interesting too is in the elemental light language, the fairy language sounds a lot like, um, like Japanese or uh, Mandarin, or it has a very, very, that feel to it. It's really, mm -hmm. interesting. and the fairy energy is always um, like brings in a ton of joy, so much joy. They love Aww. to play around. Um, and then the galactic languages, it's interesting because for me, um, when I bring in through, like when I bring through certain aspects, galactic aspects that are connected, um, they sound a little bit more, for me, not all galactic languages, but for me, my galactic languages sound like, like our, like words, words. Um, whereas some people, when they bring in, like there's a certain energy that I'll bring in 
that isn't word. It's galactic in nature, but it's a sound. It's a, it's, I always, when I use it, it, it to me, it feels like it's a roto-rootering um, energy. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it sounds like this like buzzing sound and it, and it goes around and around. And so when I do it, you can really feel it. Um, it is galactically connected um, to, I want to say like a Pleiadian aspect of myself um, that's, that, that uses the sound um, to really penetrate into certain things to, to really move energy fast. Okay. So, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it's, like there's so many different um, <laughs> like things that come through me. Like I even have a, a a type of language that is breath. That's not even words. That's all like breath. When I bring in the shamanic energy, um, I have a Syrian aspect that's very shamanic. And it's a lot of um, like sha, 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 sha like that type stuff. And it's, okay. and I use my hands when I do it because I'm breaking up the energy. So it's, the, and that's the thing too, that right there, just my hands in general, I'm bringing through an actual language using my hands as well. So I'm speaking, breathing and using my hands and I'm drawing code in the air and I'm doing like four or five different things all at once. So it's like, you know, I'm bringing through a galactic energy. I'm bringing through an ancient earth energy. Like, you know, I'm bringing through all these different energies at once. How did I know I was doing that? I had to ask a lot of my team and keep asking them, what is it that I'm bringing through? How do I know what I'm bringing through? Did I have people help me? Yes. I had people kind of helping me and guiding me to like, kind of figure out what it was that I was bringing through. Cause that was what I, I really wanted to know. Like, okay, like you, like, you know, what's galactic and, and, and what's ancient earth. And, you know, what it all boiled down to was I had all the answers inside of me. I knew because I was bringing forth languages that I once spoke like in your DNA. part of me. It was, it was parts of me past lives. If you want to call it past lives, alternate lives. I was bringing through languages that I had already spoken things that I had already been, had done and been. So, you know, um, when I started trusting myself about what it was I was bringing through, that's when I, I was like, I should have just trusted myself all along. So I really kind of go by, you know, my own intuition by what it is that I'm bringing through. So when I'm in session with someone, I can tell like a lot of times things will show up for people too, while I'm in session. So, you know, if, if we were in session together, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if a fairy showed up, I wouldn't be surprised if the dolphin energy wanted to show up. I mean, it, so I can feel these things showing up and coming in um, too for people. So, but that's just something that, you know, that you just kind of you, you just develop, you just, your intuitive self just starts to kind of know and understand um, as you start doing this stuff, you know, and that's, you just really got to kind of immerse yourself in it and practice and just kind of really let it flow, you know, um, and, and let, and trust your intuition. 
Okay. So we did the dolphin. We talked, and I'm glad you said fairy because I was like in my mind, I was talking about said ask about fairy, and I decided to go another way, and you brought it right back. So that is so funny. <laughs> fairy, so, yeah, they, they they will they they love to they that's their <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't go past a fairy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, no, nah. and it's like, and you're like, I was like, okay, you go yeah. So that, that is just, is so amazing. So the thing is when you're doing these different languages, is it like, uh, therefore, um, naming, not naming what it, they're showing me like in my head. Okay. When you're doing these different languages, it's can be healing, right. Or mm -hmm. their messages for other people to be shared as we're doing this. Uh, these light languages. Am I right or wrong? Uh, I mean, you could expect so, just trying to figure it out. So with light language, what it is, is it's an, it's activating your DNA. So when I'm like, let's, let's say, um, so if I were going to bring through something really quickly, um, okay, let's just see if, if I'll, I'll bring something through for you, a real quick activation for you. Okay. Okay. Sur <laughs> So something like that, that was an activation into some fire energy. Um, I felt some dragon actually in there. <laughs> I did. I felt some dragon energy um, and an opening of the crown a little bit. Um, and just like a quick a little, little adjustment, a little bit of adjustment of the um, throat chakra and um, just really more of a kind of a, an activating certain, like, um, certain dormant things that are within your DNA. So I get stuff like that. Like, that's how I use light language is I use light language to, um, activate others, activate myself, heal myself, heal other, help other people heal themselves. It's, it's, it's more than just communication. It is multidimensional. It is doing 6,000 things all at the same time. And one like word can do like, you know, all these different things. And everybody that hears it is going to get a different message. So, you know, you can make it more personal, like what I gave, you know, did for you. But for another person, they might hear it and they might not feel anything at all. Or they might hear it and be like, whoa, there's some part of that that's for me as well. I mean, that's the right. cool thing about light language is that it it, it it's 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 it it reaches everybody on some level, whether they feel it or not, it does not matter. A healing or an activation or even just love, that love frequency comes through no matter what. That's love. I like and that. you can't do any harm. I have never been I, I don't do like just like with any type of energy healing, do no harm, right? Right. I have never 
used light language. I don't, for me, I cannot use it in that way. I don't know if other people have had that experience or do use light language in that way. I hope not, but it all comes from a place of love and a really high frequency of love for me. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So, I mean, that is much, much appreciated. So thank you so much because I did actually feel it um, as you were talking and it was like, okay, that's us. People felt, if you see it on a video, you actually see me jump. So this is not just something that I am making up. This is like, this is her giving right on the spot. I didn't even ask for it. <laughs> so that is what I'm talking about. So I did feel it, but also, like you said, you're an activator. There are some people that activate people, period. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually one to, and I didn't know that until my friend said that, that I activate his Reiki or I activate this. And that is a form of just who we are. It's not, um, like I said, we're not, I'm not a three-dimensional person and nothing about me is going to be three-dimensional. So mm -hmm. I like that I'm multi-dimensional, multi, like I said, multi-galactic uh, being. And I said, sometimes I say central being, and sometimes I say, well, I'm in my immortal stage. And when I say that, or my godlike stage, it freaks people out. Like, who does she think she is? <laughs> I think I'm a god. I'm going to be real. <laughs> With God, you have abilities that's within yourself. And I always say, everybody is a god. But whether you tune in and tap in to take that seriously is up to you. And after you do, it comes great responsibility. So you can no longer go back to being ignorant because now you know the difference between ignorant and ignorant is not knowing. Right. Uh, and but knowing and choosing not to know is different. So I'm grateful for that because it gives a broader understanding how we can go, how we can connect, how we can communicate. Um, with this, uh, this has been so outstanding. And guess what? We're actually like running out of time. Like I got more people coming. So we're going to have to do this again. Um, sure. We're going to do this again. Like we got a lot of stuff going on. So I could actually see um, that this is going to help. That what this is about. Oh, you come in all late talking about greetings. Big bro, I I I'm going to have a word with you after the show. <laughs> that's my big brother so nice. um you know i appreciate that the the in depth because we all when we think of something we think of it as just being in a i call this the 3d realm 3d realm and also i say as a holodeck i know a lot of people don't like that but i feel that's what i'm like right now in my holodeck stage I know this is a play and eventually the play is going to end and I have the opportunity to change it because I know that I'm on a holodeck. So in a way I'm happy because I'm, as you were saying, as it was like, you were saying multidimensional, but feeling that it's speaking to different cores of myself, not only in this form, in this dimension, but others. And also it's healing other dimensions, other dimensional parts that is not here present, if that makes sense, if you will, is what I got as you were saying it, because mm -hmm. it was like, oh, 
Okay. Even oh, yeah. I felt it in my heart chakra. Yep. You know, in my heart, it was like, okay, yeah, she's saying the throat. Because I have, I've been holding back, not saying some things. And usually I'm a big person, but I don't want to hurt somebody's feeling. But also I don't, I didn't want to do something. And now it's like, spirit is like making it show up. You're the third thing. So when it things show up three times for me, I have no other choice, but... <laughs> but go on and just say okay this is what you're speaking and know your truth okay yeah. oh special okay he said speak your intent power in the words you're right and that's what it is but it's also energy that she's coming forth from other dimensionals which i really like that you we tap in when we get to saying this and very important of evolving and you saying like light language is evolving just like our light workers uh what we know before the more that we practice like the more you do reiki mm -hmm. and the stronger it gets mm -hmm. um so that's why they tell people when you're doing reiki do reiki on yourself first every mm -hmm. day to, to shield yourself um and then the more that you do it the better you become, the better, the stronger I can say. So when you're doing distant healing, they can really feel it. Everything's with practice, like Muna Aiki, same thing, Earth Keepers. That's why we're able to do death and um, walk into different gateways. Um, and they're all a key connection because this is what we open ourselves up to. So I definitely thank you for that because that is like truly amazing. I was like, I have other questions about other light languages you know like i have i can go on and on and on about them because they're in like in my head like questions are like doesn't want to come out <laughs> so i'm appreciative of that and i definitely look forward to having you on again for people to understand so i have any questions anybody have any questions out there before we end the show because we're running over a little bit for you people that came late i appreciate it and i appreciate you guys for all the support uh, any questions? Oh, okay. My brother, I, I, yes, I was late. That's how she activated her. <laughs> she activated Is that her. how I activated my force? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a Jedi for sure. I've had those dreams, actually, the Jedi dreams. I, you know, definitely activated the force within me. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because I, you know, I've been doing this stuff since I was a kid. I mean, all of us have, that's the cool thing about light language is that babies, even as babies, we come in with that. And that's why this, like, you know, it's, it's like no new thing. It's just, it's just being highlighted now. And so the, one of the cool things I will say about light language, when you start doing this, mm -hmm. it brings you back to that inner child. And it taps into that. And that is where the magic is because the magic starts coming back into your life when you really tap into it and you gain that connection with the, with the inner child yourself. And then the highest aspect that you're working with, and you're working as a team, you're working as a Trinity. And then that's when that power comes in. It's a real like healing, heart opening, multi-dimensional thing. It really is. Right. So can you give, mm, Besides them, something that you would give homework. See, I'm a homework kind of a person. Besides them reading the books, what do you suggest someone to do 
to maybe see if they have it within themselves, the light language? Um, well, just even from watching this, um, and, and, you know, even hearing the word light language, um, or even, you know, that's all it can really take is to, you know, you can start researching it, just Google it or, you know, or, you know, start messing around with, um, you know, making sounds with your mouth. I mean, that's kind of what I did was like, I was like, what is happening? And I would just kind of by myself, you know, do the blah, 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 you know, like letting things kind of fly. And then I'd let my hands do weird things and I'd let sounds kind of come out of my mouth. And I'm sure, you know, a fly on a wall, you know, I'm sure people, you know, would have thought I was crazy, um, you know, because here I am going, zoo, 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 you know, like making all these sounds and stuff, you know, but um, that's, that's really, you know, look at someone, you know, at some of the stuff on there, see what you resonate with, who you resonate with. Um, and all, all you have to do is what I did was like, I want to do that. Whatever that is, I want that, you know, and bam, it was like, oh, okay. And that's how, you know, first it came through with the movement and then it came through with the speaking. And then when I saw the artwork, I was like, I want to do that. And it was, it, it even the singing, cause I sing, I sing white language and, um, I grew up singing, but you know, it's, um, but to sing in light language is a whole, it's a whole nother frequency and it's a whole, it, it, it does a whole, it's very angelic. It brings in a whole angelic frequency when you sing. Um, it can be also be very tribal as well, depending on what frequencies you're bringing through. So, um, it's, yeah, you, you just ask, ask, ask for it. That's, you know, and start looking up stuff and see what activates you. Cause everybody has it inside of them. Everybody does. See, that's your homework, ladies and gentlemen. Seek and ye shall find. Speak it out. Speak your intentions and the intentions will come. And mm -hmm. practice, practice, yep. practice, practice. That's what my big brother said. Practice, which is correct. And she said the same thing. Practice, but also resonate. And the look for the books that we've suggested on here so yeah. without further ado i want to say ladies and gentlemen it is 707 and i'm saying good night to you bye <laughs> okay wait a minute clock why is
Okay. You're on. You're. <laughs> I'm trying to like hide. I don't. I'm trying to like this. Go low. Go low. <laughs> But you know, I got one more commercial. Only me, only me, only me. (laughs) One commercial. Angelic Whispers with Dr. Ron Bates from St. Petersburg, Florida. Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Dr. Ron Bates from St. Petersburg, Florida, 727-526-8768. Dr. Ron Bates, Angelic Whispers. You want to get a reading, 727-526-8768. This is the place to go. Dr. Ron Bates, Angelic Whispers. Hello, everybody. My crazy producer, Dr. Sassy. I just want to thank her for all that. And we're live here tonight. We're doing a special Wednesday night edition. Uh, Usually we're on Thursday nights. And uh, so if you're signing on, we're on uh, YouTube live. If you want to see my party face, go to youtube.com. Look up and search Food Alchemy Network. And you'll see our live show for Angelic Whispers. We're here every, usually Thursday night, but this week, unfortunately, because of scheduling, I need to do my show on Wednesday night. And so we are. So to all of our regular listeners and everybody, I hope you're joining in on Blog Talk Radio. Check us out. We're in... uh, angelic whispers and thank you for joining us uh i love to do readings i love to take phone calls if you're calling in make sure you press that number one button so i know that you want a free reading otherwise i think you're just listening to the show and i don't want to interrupt you thank you 203 i just saw you hit it i appreciate that so we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight and uh So this is how it works because I'm broadcasting live on YouTube for my blog talk radio callers. um, I'm going to ask your name and where you're calling from, but then I need to repeat it for the YouTube audience. Okay. And then you're going to ask your question or questions depending on our time. And um, I have to repeat your question for once again, the YouTube audience. So again, if you want to check us out on Food Alchemy Network, we're live on YouTube.com. And you get to see the Reverend Doc doing the readings live in person. So when you're doing a live show, anything can happen. Like all of a sudden your producer's face comes live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> it is hysterically funny. <laughs> You know, you just got to sit back, relax, and enjoy have fun. Because, you know, when you're doing a live show, you never know what's going to happen. But this is what is going to happen. You are going to get an authentic reading. You are going to get see me doing my work, my, my art, my profession live. 
Okay, this is not a pre-recorded show. The callers that are calling in, I don't know who they are, and I've never probably spoken to them before. So we're just going to kick back, relax, and have a good time. And I am the Reverend Dr. Ron Bates. I am broadcasting live from beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida tonight. I am the owner of Angelic Whispers, Inc., and that is a registered trademark of Angelic Whispers, is a registered trademark of Angelic Whispers, Wing. Please do not rip off our name because we will find you and then we will send, send karma after you. Or the lawyers, one of the two, I don't care. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> and we're having a lot of fun tonight. And tonight, um, we're going to talk about, and the angels want me to talk about real quickly before we start taking callers. And just to let you all know, I have a caller from the 551 area code and the, a caller from the 203 area code. I will definitely get to you two tonight. So please hang in there, okay? But the angels want me to bring up the topic, and the topic tonight is expectations. And this is super important, okay? Expectations of ourself, of others, of the universe, of the deity, whatever you call the deity, maybe God, maybe Allah, maybe whatever, great, uh, great spirit, great light, whatever you consider your higher power, having an unrealistic expectation of that higher power. Okay. Having an unrealistic expectation of other people. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. And what does that mean? Well, first and foremost, uh, if I have unrealistic expectations or, or uh, my expectations of myself are never enough, I will always have low self-esteem. Okay. And I'm not saying set the bar low in any way, shape, or form. We don't do that. But we strive to do our best on a daily basis. And some days I exceed my best, and some days I splat, okay? <laughs> and, you know, the days that you exceed, you celebrate. And on the days that you fall flat on your face, you just pick yourself up, you dust, dust yourself off, and you continue on. But let's talk about unrealistic expectations of other people. And that's what really gets us light workers and us empaths is, you know, we see the potential and the gro uh, growth ability in other people, but they don't. Okay. So we help them so much and then we're let down because they're not, well, doing what they're supposed to be doing because we have an expectation that they'll do it. Uh, a lot of us just then get frustrated and go do it ourselves, okay? But that's not how it's supposed to be, all right? Holding people accountable when they give you a commitment is vital to your own light, your own power. Because when people say, yeah, I'll do that, and then they don't, okay, they're intentionally trying to hurt you. Okay, and if you keep forgiving them for the same thing over and over again, I've got news for you. They're not sorry. Okay, ooh, that's bad news. They're not sorry. They're just playing you. Okay, so don't be played in life. If people are not meeting a realistic, a realistic expectation, okay, I have an expectation that when I deal with people, they're going to tell me the truth. When I have a business dealing, I expect them to pay their bill. That's not unrealistic. Okay, what's unrealistic for me is to expect other people to tell me the truth and I don't tell the truth 
to other people. Okay, that's an unrealistic expectation. Uh, karma is going to kick your ass on that one. Excuse my language, but it really is. All right. And then to have an expectation that other people are going to change. Okay. They're not. What needs to change is you or I need to change to show that, hey, um, this is unacceptable to me. And, you know, everybody, I don't give out advice that I haven't done myself. Okay. I'm not one of those people that is do as I say, not as I do. Okay. If you ever know me in either my private life or professional life, or you just know me as a friend, you will know that I am extraordinarily upfront, but I do it in a polite, kind way, but I'm very upfront. And uh, I tell the truth because my own um, expectation is this. Okay. I'd rather have an ugly truth than a pretty lie any day. Okay. I just rather have an ugly truth than a pretty lie. Tell me the truth. I can handle that. What I can't handle is manipulation or just flat out half truths or, oh, well, I just happened to leave that out. No, you just, you did not happen to leave it out. You did it on purpose. And when we allow other people to degrade us as light workers in that fashion, okay, when we allow other people to degrade us like that, we're giving them permission to do it. And I don't give anybody permission to treat me in a fashion that I find unacceptable. The golden rule, do unto others as you wish to have done to you. I think that golden rule is exceptional. Okay, so if you're out there in life, and I, and I think this has a lot to do with the readings we're going to do tonight, is uh, expectations and uh, whether they're realistic or unrealistic of either ourselves, of our expectations of uh, the divine. Because, you know, I got people out there just mad at God right now. They're just furious. I was like, why? Why are you... Well, this happened, and this happened, and this happened. I said, all right, well, what did you learn out of it? How did you grow out of it? How did you become a better person from it? Oh. Oh. Hmm. Think about it. Okay? Think about it. And so if you're watching YouTube, currently my face is completely covered by Chinese symbols. <laughs> So that's the beauty of my relationship with my producer. I have no expectations. <laughs> Man, you just got to go with the flow. <laughs> oh, I love you, honey. So let's go to our first caller, and uh, let's have a lot of fun tonight, everybody. So once again, if you're calling in, uh, I'm going to ask your name and where you're calling from. And then uh, I got to repeat it for YouTube. And then I need to uh, ask your question uh, or questions. Because tonight I think I could take more than one question if you happen to have it. Um, because we're doing a special Wednesday night broadcast. I don't have the usual, uh, you know, people are used to hearing or watching my show on Thursday nights. So if uh, you're watching YouTube, you know, you're watching me on Food Alchemy Network. And uh, Thursday nights normally is my show, Angelic Whispers. 
Uh, Friday night is Generations with Dr. D and her son. And Mondays is Coffee with Ori. So check out those times and dates. There's really good shows. Here on the Food Alchemy Network, we nourish your body, mind, and spirit. So tonight we're nourishing your mind and your spirit. Okay? And I am having so much fun. All right. So 551 Area Code. We're going to go to the 551 Area Code. How are you doing tonight? What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, let me check my volume. Are you there, 551? Hello. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Hi, I'm Tanya calling from Georgia. It's who? Tanya. Tanya from Georgia. Excellent. Do you have a question, my friend? Yeah, just just checking on the correct path that I'm supposed to be on as far as career and purpose. Okay. I'm pulling some cards for you here. So. Okay. And what do you do for a living? Right now, I am in social services. Oh. And what do you really want to do? Um, be a millionaire. Yeah, of course. Let's go buy a lotto <laughs> ticket. Okay, I can't. <laughs> Right yeah, there's just so much confusion right now. That's why I said, because the angel said, well, what do you want to do? Obviously, it's not that. And until you make up your mind and tell them, they're kind of at a stuck point with you um, because they need uh, clear intention. Um, and when you get. I was thinking, I was thinking going the medical route. Okay. Um, either. Um, so go, uh, MP. Okay. A nurse practitioner. A, mm -hmm. Yes. Or a, um, a, uh, psychologist. Okay. Um, so, uh, obviously Archangel Raphael is your Archangel. Okay. And, um, how close are you to uh, how much school do you have to do for your nurse practitioner? Um, I would have to start from the beginning at this point. Okay. Are you ready to start from the beginning? Is this something that you truly desire to do? I'm willing. Okay. And as far as the psychology route goes, were you looking at a, are you already an LCSW or are you looking at LCSW or MSN, uh, MSW? Um, I'm looking more at um, PsyD. A, a, a what? A PhD. Oh, a PhD, a doctorate. Okay, so a PhD, a, a, a psychologist. Okay. And given your experience as a social worker, okay, you see, if you go the nurse practitioner route, it is a huge leap of faith. Correct? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what the angels are showing me is a huge leap of faith. Because as a social worker to then transfer into the, you're going to have to, you're correct. You're going to have to start from the beginning. It's what the, the angels are showing me, but it'll be challenging and it will be very rewarding. Whereas going the PhD route for you, it's just um, kind of doing the same thing you're doing now, but just at getting paid more. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and though you love to counsel people, um, you can do more good as a nurse practitioner to help heal people than to counsel people. And this is a big leap of faith for you. And the angels want you to know once you make up your mind, and that's what you have to do, you have to make up your mind, the difficulties that you are and they're showing me imagining in your mind, and and some of them are real, but some of them are imagined, will disappear because they're on your side. They want you in the healing arts, but they want you in the healing arts that you will excel at. And you would, and what the angels and Raphael specifically is telling me is that you would excel extensively in the nurse practitioner area. But are you willing to take that leap of faith? Okay. Okay. And what about um, being like as far as healing arts? Because I'm into that. Um, what about massage therapy? Of course, that is always wonderful. But once again, uh, that is <clears throat> what Archangel Raphael is telling me. Rather than massage therapy, would rather see you go in more physical therapy. Okay. Because massage therapists usually burn out after about five or six years of doing massage. Okay. And so you're looking at a five, maybe 10 year career at most as a massage therapist. But as a physical therapist, you're looking at a 20 to 30 year career and still getting the, the, um, so becoming a PT assistant, uh, depending on how many units you have of college, Uh, You can maybe become a physical therapist. You can always go for your DPT, Doctor of Physical Therapy, um, and uh, really make good money. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What what Raphael is just showing me, and, and, you know, just take all this with a grain of salt. You need to make your own decision as far as what you want to do. But what they're showing me is a path to a master's or a doctorate but it's not in social work because it's it's literally draining the life out of you okay yeah but you you're still supposed to be in the healing arts okay what about the so would that be the Right. Really look hard and, and, and really look hard at the nurse becoming a nurse practitioner. Really look into it. See what all your options are. Because what Archangel Raphael is showing me is how you would excel so amazingly and so challenged on a daily basis. And this is what you need. The whole hum dum dum of this over and over again is not for you. Okay. 
You need mm -hmm. new things, new challenges, new people on a daily basis. Your current occupation and currently what you're doing is literally sucking the life force out of you. But if you spread your wings and overcome the difficulties that this is presenting, uh, the angels are showing me in the both the cards and, and in visual that you will have great success. You just have to have a game plan, a really, really good game plan, and get ready to take that leap of faith. And, you know, sometimes when we take a leap of faith, it's really just a step. It's just a step in the right direction. But we as humans feel it's a giant leap. Okay, and one step one step turns into another, turns into another, turns into your path. Okay, uh, but yeah, the support is there for you. the 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 pieces of once you make up your mind and make make your intentions clear to the angels, they're ready to assist you because you're supposed to be doing more things with your healing than having your life force taken from you every day. And unfortunately, massage therapy or anything like that is a dead end road. I love my massage okay. therapists. They provide a great service, um, but their burnout rate is just off the charts. Okay. Like, so no Right. But physical therapy, physical rehabilitation, nurse practitioner. Um, and if if you do decide to go the psychology route, that's fine. You just won't find it as rewarding, but you will find the money and you will find the recognition that you're looking for. OK. okay. Yeah. So it's really cool, my friend. You have a, uh, and, and I can see why your energy is really up there because you have some big decisions to make. But once you make your decision, make it. Don't look back. Charge forward and get on with your life. Don't look back. No regrets. No sorrow. No nothing. This is my decision. I'm going to do it. If you have a partner or somebody like that, of course, they, they get input. But um, this is for you to make up your mind, and the angels are waiting for you to make up your mind. And once you do, tell them. Go, Archangel Raphael, this is what I want to do. And then start doing it. And as you do it more and more and more, everything will come together, and you will be surprised before you're halfway through. Okay? Okay. Awesome. Well, I want to wish okay. you the best of luck okay. and and uh, check back with us and let us know how you're doing so we can keep the updates. So remember, I'm on every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You have a blessed evening. And I'm going to put you back on hold so you can listen to the show or hang up. That's up to you. Uh, so... You know, that's really cool is, you know, that's how a reading goes with me. Okay. Uh, we always look at all available options. We, I, I listen to what the angels are saying. And then I, I ask specific questions because the angels are like, well, we're not clear from this person about what route they want to take. And if the angels aren't clear, then they got to wait for you to become clear. 
and that was my message to her is you have to make your decision. And then once you do, you go for it. You don't look back. You don't look back. You just keep going and you let everything roll into place because let's face it, everybody, everything is in divine order anyways. It's in divine order anyways. I mean, we have free will and we have free will to drag our feet. But the longer you drag your feet, the longer it takes to accomplish the goal. So that's what a reading's like with me. As we figure out, we get it whittled down. We, we take things out. Okay, well, I wanted to do this. Well, don't do that because it's a dead end. Okay, <laughs> off the table. It's the easiest one to do. Yeah, you can get your massage therapy license in, you know, six months here in Florida. Okay, yeah, super easy. All right, but then you're going to go work for somebody else for, you know, and then building up your own practice, your own spa, if you want to do that. Well, that's going to take a lot of money and effort. Okay, but if you go into uh, nursing, nurse practitioner, uh, so many doors open up. It's not even funny. It's like you, life becomes a buffet. And what do you want to do? Okay. And people will show up and say, here, I'll help you here. I'll help you. All right. If you're going with the physical therapy route, oh my God, they're in such demand as, as the baby boomers age, they need physical therapists. You know, that, that right there is a winner, a total winner. Okay. Uh, to be in the psychology field, if you want to sit there and uh, listen to people's problems, that's good. That's fine. But, you know, and, and they serve a great purpose, but I don't want to sit sit there and, you know, and uh, have to do evaluations on people and give them, you know, that. But once again, if, if that's what you want to do, I'm always for it. I'm always for it. I love it. So we're here. It's 828. So I have to take a commercial break because uh, YouTube, uh, we got to pay the bills. <laughs> okay. 203, you're up next when we come back from the commercial break. So I want you ready. And uh, we'll be right back. Food Alchemy Network. Food Alchemy Network. Where we take your mind and body and soul for your life journey. Coffee with Ori on Mondays, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Angelic Whispers with Dr. Ron Bates. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thursdays. Dr. D. Dinner Time with Coffee. Dinner Time. Friday. 6 p.m. Eastern. No. Pacific Standard Time. Sorry. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Food Alchemy Network. Women's Circle on Saturday. <laughs> Come on. There you go. Come on. Well. Angelic Whispers with Dr. Ron Bates, St. Petersburg, Florida. Kabbalah Instructor, Angelic Reader, 
5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Thursday. Number to contact 727-526-8726. Dr. Ron Bates, Angelic Whispers, 727-526-8768. Call today to make an appointment with Dr. Ron Bates. Dr. D, Med Physician. Go to www.drdmedphysician.com. Learn to deal with Reiki, Prana, Muna, Aiki, Biofeedback, Ionic Detoxication, and Alignment with Self. Quantum Healing on Another Level. You're on. And we're back here on Angelic Whispers with the Reverend Dr. Ron. I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight on this special Wednesday edition of Angelic Whispers. Normally, we broadcast on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. So check us out. Uh, tonight's a special show because I will be heading out on vacation tomorrow. So uh, I need a little rest, a little relaxation. And I cannot wait. I am just like, uh <laughs> I need to get out of town for a couple days. So stay safe out there, everybody. Stay safe. Okay. So the second half of our show, we're going to talk about authenticity. Expectations was the first half of our show. And authenticity is our second theme of... And that's being our authentic self and and wanting other people to be their authentic self. You know, everybody's so busy putting on a facade, whether it's the type of car they drive, the house they live in, the clothes they wear, the purse they carry, um, the shoes they wear. Um, they all want to project an image. Am I correct? And, you know... Being your authentic self is perfect and it's beautiful. Just make sure it is your authentic self. If you want that Gucci bag, I say by all means do it. Own it, get it, own it, love it, okay? But if you are feeling like if you need to purchase items in order to make yourself feel whole or you're trying to fill something, uh, that's not being authentic. Being authentic is saying, hey, wait a minute. I hurt or for some reason I have this thing going on and I'm, I'm buying a lot of things to fill the void and you need your void fill it filled. Okay. Uh, but by what? Okay. Uh, is it a material item? Is it a physical item? Is it, you know, uh, an emotional item? Okay. Being our authentic self is being real with the very first person that you do not want to have a facade with, and that's yourself. I have, like, and there's still times I catch myself wanting to put on a facade for other people when I don't need to, okay? Uh, I get insecure. And, you know, I understand it's my own insecurity, and I work very hard not to show that, but I still have it. So it's okay to be my authentic self. 
And just to know and acknowledge to myself, I don't have to acknowledge to the other person. I just have to acknowledge to myself, hey, I'm uncomfortable in this situation. So I just need to be true to myself and either admit that I am uncomfortable or I'm not happy in this situation. And then how do I fix it? And that can be any part of our life. And true. So if I'm being truthful with myself, if I'm being authentic with myself, if I'm not having unrealistic expectations of myself, then it helps me to be a better person for other people to see. And me not worrying about, okay, if I tell somebody, no, I can't do something, I can't be worried about them taking my no and being angry or upset because I'm being authentic. I can't do that. I'm not going to make you a commitment that there's no way in this world that I can keep. Okay. Because then both of us are going to be upset. Um, and that's part of being authentic to other people is telling them upfront what you can and can't do. A lot of people have that problem with money. Uh, and so they run up tremendous credit card debt trying to be in, you know, unauthentic, you know, trying to purchase lavish dinners or uh, vacations or this and that, just so they can post it on Facebook. But in reality, they're barely making the minimum payment on their credit card. Okay. Uh, you don't need to do that. Okay. I have the most fun on my home staycations, you know, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I love to make homemade jams, jellies, and I love to make pickled uh, vegetables. And so if I'm at home and I'm just chilling out, uh, I just go grab some bear because I love to go to organic farms and pick strawberries, blueberries, uh, and then, then I put them in bags and I, I uh, airlock them and I put them in the freezer. That way I can take them out any time of the year. They're farm fresh, organic fruit, and I can make a jam out of them right there on the spot. I mean, it, it is fun, and I make it up. So this week there was a couple birthdays I had. So Sunday night I was bored, and I'm like, hey, wait, I got a couple birthdays for a couple friends coming up this week. Uh, why don't we make them some beautiful jam? So uh, a friend of mine has a mango tree because we're here in Florida. And so I pulled out some strawberries I picked and some blueberries I picked and then uh, went and got a couple mangoes off his tree. And I made a uh, strawberry, blueberry, mango jam. I was like, I tasted that and I'm like, oh my God, this is crack. Okay, this is so good. <laughs> I like, you know, I wanted to keep the whole batch for myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I made it for my friends. I, I kept a little for myself. I have to admit, I did. But, you know, that, that's the rewards of creating homemade, um, beautiful gifts and beautiful food that have your loving energy. Uh, I mean, how many people go out to a, a farm, pick the produce, and then create something and give it to somebody else? I do because I enjoy it and I love it. And I know my friends absolutely adore it. So, you know, find those little things that bring you such pleasure and joy and do them, especially if you're able to nourish or nurture another person or yourself. Okay. Super important. So let's go back to blog talk radio and we are going to go to the 203 area code. Hi, you're on angelic whispers with Dr. Ron. Good evening. 
It's Pat from Connecticut. How you doing? Awesome. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. How can I help you this evening? I um, went, I'm calling to ask about my son, but the backup story is we went through a very traumatic experience yesterday. I went up to visit him. He's very, very stressed. Um, got a family. And he also has a very, very short fuse, and he has found it to be a safe place to put his anger on me. I stopped it twice in the past couple of years. It happened again this time, and I got so traumatized and so hurt and so devastated. I spent the past day and a half healing that. Yeah. But um, here are some expectations that I, I recognize and I'm working on. There's a lot that I, I want to help him with. Those have to go out the window. I understand that. But it's really, really hard as a mother with concern that this person is in danger. Yes. Could be in serious danger. Yes. Of hurting himself. Yes. So yes. that's that's the part that's very, very difficult to let go of. Yes. Um, but I know it's the good for both of us. Correct. Um, but I also, you know, this I know, just like you were saying, I know so well of this therapist that he could do on Zoom. It's so, so brilliant that, that my son would, would get help from. But I also know that he, my son is so resistant and full of pride and maybe, you know, on a um, self-fulfilling uh, prophecy of, of hurting himself, you right. know. He's very, he's got profound potential. Yes. So there it is. Yes. And, you know, I can relate to your story have, having been, been the self destructive son. Okay. Okay. Tell me about it. Uh, uh, in my 20s, I was a serious uh, alcoholic and drug addict. And okay. I, I now have 28 years of sobriety. Okay, so I was on a, you know, crash course on how to be dysfunctional, okay? And, you know, it, it is very difficult to watch another person, especially a child, to crash and burn. It is so hard. Uh, that was part of your life lesson. What you needed to learn is how to watch a train wreck and not stick your hand in the middle of it. You yeah. know, I've already been through it with him. <laughs> I know, uh, but it's his life. I mean, I you mean, you gave him life, life. but it's up to him yeah. to keep it, and it's up to him to appreciate it. And it's it's his to do as he chooses, whether his choices. Yeah. Um, you know, you put a lot of work into him, and the angels are very, very proud of you. But unfortunately, he's got to put the work into himself. Okay? Um, and usually that doesn't happen until somebody like him hits rock bottom. Okay? And what the angels are saying is your lesson in this is to learn how to unfortunately watch a train wreck and not try to get in the middle of it 
Okay. Yeah. Because you get squashed every time. And it's heartbreaking. And uh, I have uh, several uh, Archangel Chamiel is here, and she wants to assist you. And so it's C-H-A-M-U-E-L, Chamuel. And okay. and if you see roses, red, if you smell roses, it's her reaching out to you. Okay. Yeah. If you see a lot of pink, a lot of red, uh, flower, the, her flower is the rose. If you see or smell roses, she's near you. Um, okay. This archangel uh, wants to help you in your journey. And this is a journey for you. Um, and, and, and the hard thing is, is it, the hardest thing to be in a journey is an observer. Okay. Of somebody that yeah. you love uh, crashing and burning. Okay. Um, I watched my sister crash and burn her whole life. And, you know, I had to learn to put distance and allow her to have her life and her decisions and her be responsible for them. But her lashing out at me for them, uh, was not acceptable to me because once again, I'm not here to be your doormat. I gave you birth. I didn't give you permission to poop on me. Okay. Yeah. And so the angels are wanting you to um, focus on your your highest priorities and what you need to do in your life uh, and not allow this yeah. individual to be uh, so distracting because they just they want the attention. But apparently they figured out that negative attention is what they get and they crave it, uh, literally craving it. So if somebody's craving something, like if an alcoholic is craving craving alcohol, you take the alcohol away. <laughs> if, if somebody's craving, you know, uh, 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 cigarettes, take the cigarettes away. But uh, it seems like, and what the angels are telling me is for you to prioritize yourself first and don't get caught up in the drama trauma of... Uh, this particular person's follies because you're not responsible. How old is he? 42. Yeah, you're not responsible. <laughs> you were responsible up until about 21, okay? I always give everybody up. But pretty much after that age, you're, you're responsible for your own life, okay? And he's definitely responsible. At 42, you know, mom, you just need to look at him and say, boy, you need to grow up and... You taking this stuff out on me? Uh-uh. When you were 15, 14, and I screwed up as a parent, fine. I screwed up as a parent, but you're 42. You've had double your life to fix it yourself. Correct? Yeah. But, you know, we also understand patterns, and we also yeah. understand. I, I, I married my mother. I, I think my son married his father. Yeah. And he, he's in prison now. Yeah. And there is almost no way out for him as, as he sees it. Correct. He's trying his darndest. He's trying his darndest to be a really, really good husband. Um, he actually has improved. I, I mm -hmm. told him two years ago, no more abuse on me. And then I wrote it a long letter when I kind of crept in again. This time, I, I was talking to my therapist today, and he said, hey, you know what? You did him a favor. 
mm-hmm. you let him rage on you where he can't rage on his wife. So you actually let <coughs> let it out. Yeah. And he said, just don't take it personally. Well, so I got that perspective. That's a nice perspective. No. And he's gotten himself in his own situations. Okay. And yeah. And there's such a thing called, and it's something I'm big on personal responsibility. And what I want you to do, what the angels want you to do is they want you to focus on um, your emotional sensitivity. Okay. Cause it's very out there right now. Okay. Um, Honor yourself and your feelings. They want uh, Archangel Chamiel wants you to honor yourself and understand that, um, you know, uh, his lack of control of his life was brought on by him. Was brought on by him. But that doesn't mean you pay the price for it. And just as much as he wants to maintain that relationship with his wife, he needs to maintain a relationship with you. And that does not mean that he's allowed to dump on you because he's out his life, his life, he has no control over his own life right now. And he really doesn't. Okay. It's amazing how, yeah, we put ourselves in the position to have no control over our lives. And then when we don't have it, we want it back. You know, it's like that little toy. Uh, you know, I learned that back in my 20s when I was getting in trouble and all that. It was like, wait, I'm putting my life in these other people's hands, judges, lawyers, and police officers. I'm putting my life in their hands, and I never want to do that again. You know, and he's stuck in a prison where his life every day is on the line. Okay. Based, yeah. So, uh, with you, my friend, and that's the important person here that we're talking to is you, is that the angels really, really, really want you to understand that there's a spiritual thing that you need to happen. And that is, uh, for you draw bound uh, boundaries and for you to say, I am not the source nor the solution to any of your problems. You need to work, you're 42, you need to work them out yourself. You're a smart, intelligent person. You now need to use that for yourself. Because you're at an age where you cannot have that type of verbal abuse lashed out upon you. Okay? It's going to cause, the angels are saying it's going to cause you physical harm. I know. I had a stroke last year. Yeah, that's and what they were talking about was this, uh, this, this, uh, it would cause you physical harm. I'm, and, um, right. you know, we don't need to do that. And, and you just need to explain to him, look, you know, I have a disability. And unfortunately, if this is how you're going to be, then, you know, I have to put myself first. And, yeah. And uh, myself being, I have to keep my blood pressure low. I have to be healthy and happy because I can, I don't know if I will last tomorrow because I've already had a stroke. I don't know if my next one's tomorrow, the next day or a week later, and I want to enjoy my life today. And, you know, I think he wants me to put myself first. That would free him up. It would. You know? 
It would. I don't think she's opposed to that. I think that's my problem. Yes. It's an an attachment issue. Yeah. And and the angels want you to know that you are coming to that realization. Uh, And sometimes, you know, we hesitate when we come to that realization, but it's a valid realization. So have the epiphany. Understand that you need to continue on as a stroke survivor and take care of yourself and be true to yourself. And everybody else needs to be right. taking care of you right now, not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just, and it's okay to yeah. tell them, hey, yeah. you know, your your mom's had a stroke. And I could really use a son that was here to assist me with things. And you're in prison. Yeah. Okay. So when you're ready to apologize for that, let me know. <laughs> because he could have been a a tremendous help if he had his own life together helping you through your disability i mean there's absolutely right and my whole family's like that so i'm used to that and i'm used to taking it and at the same time disappointed and angry that's right well once again i've got got yeah, go ahead. We're back to the beginning part of the show where I talked about unrealistic expectations of ourselves, of others, and what others have of us. Okay? Right. You have to be authentic and just yeah. tell people, hey, stop. Stop right. I've had to do it with my family. You stop that now. And if you don't, I have to cut off ties with you because I'm not going to go back to drinking. I'm not going to go back to using. I'm not going to go back, uh, allow you to push me into a place where my life is at stake. It is my life, period. And uh, it takes strength and courage and you have more than you'll ever realize, my friend. And the angels want you to know that. I know what I have, yeah. yeah, you're a strong, strong, vibrant woman. So get out there and enjoy life. And other people, whatever they're going through, honor it, but don't live in it. Thank you so much. Oh, this thank you. Thank you for calling in. It's been a beautiful experience. And good luck to you, my friend. Um, and by the way, uh, the angels did tell me you will rehab really well from your stroke and you have uh, a, a, long, a long, you have more missions to accomplish in this life, okay? Don't let other people push you into a place that you will cause you physical harm, okay? really, really helpful. Yeah. You gave some real gems. I'm going to uh, archive it and go back and listen to it. Please Thank do. You so much. I, appreci- I appreciate I you. Too. That's really helpful. Excellent. Thanks. You have a wonderful night. I'll talk to you again. All right. I hope so. All right. So that was great. I'm going to put her on hold there. We're having a really cool evening tonight. Uh, looks like I have enough time for one more caller because I have somebody else here in the queue. 914, you're on the air with the Reverend Dr. Ron. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. My name is Catherine, and I just wanted to say that was absolutely beautiful. So thank you for all your time. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you, Catherine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, that's what a... A readings like when you come in, you know, I'm 56. I've had a lot of life experiences. 
it also helps the angels do it, but I also have a lot of, you know, life experience to help people. Wow, Archangel Michael is so strong with you. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's just like the whole room just filled with blue. I mean, he just blew into this room and says, she's mine. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow. Wow. I mean, seriously, I, that's incredible. So you have statues to him in your house? Wow. So cool. Oh my goodness. So our friend here is calling in. Do you have a question? Yes, please. Um, I I'm trying to get a project going of mine and I was gonna work with a, a person named Alex, but now um I I uh, I'm having second thoughts, and I actually had a dream, which I think pointed to letting him go. Yeah. And I was just wondering if I'm going to um, find somebody new to fill his place, or if it's somebody else I already know. Well, how about this? Um, what Archangel Michael is telling me is he's bringing somebody else to you. Cut the cord. Cut the cord with this other person. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they they're. They're they're yeah. totally inauthentic. They are putting up a facade. They're never going to that this project will end up all on your lap if you continue on with this person. But yet they're gonna want fifty percent of the credit or income that comes from it, but they're not gonna do their fifty percent. So Archangel um, Michael is bringing somebody he's telling me he's bringing somebody to you that is a better fit for the project and if uh, this other person um doesn't work you know don't feel bad if it doesn't work out you need to let him go okay. yeah or somebody totally new uh, I, Michael is saying is somebody totally new. Um, these other people will play a role, but he's bringing somebody else that has a different set of skills to help with the project. The card I drew was detached from the situation. Uh, Archangel Michael, um, uh, he want, uh, wants you to detach from this person. Uh, that's the situation he's talking about. And look at the uh, possibilities of other people coming in with a different skill set. Um, this person is, um, if I, I guess I can just say, uh, if they embellished a resume as an understatement, okay? Wow. <laughs> that's an understatement. It was just a flat-out phony resume. And they're just trying to, and then what Michael's saying is they're just kind of making stuff up as they go. Huh. So, so yeah. yeah, you deserve for this project, and, and uh, this is something that was inspired by Archangel Michael, uh, this project. So he's going to bring in the right people, but from time to time, distractions are brought in to... Um, help you to be a better manager because when the money starts to flow in 
uh, people are going to start sticking their hands out and you need to be assertive about, no, you did not do, <laughs> okay? And your uh, your participation was this, <laughs> okay? And so yeah, yeah. toughen you up, okay? And make you the strong, vibrant businesswoman that uh, Archangel Michael says that you are. Okay. It's awesome. He, I just love it when he just like when he comes in the room, it's like just opens up and all this light comes in. And I'll tell you what, as soon as you spoke your name, that just everything just opened up and so it was really cool. All right, my friend, I gotta let you go. If you need anything, give me a call. Um Definitely, there's more to tell you, but that's all I have time for. I only got 60 seconds left on the show, okay? Bless you, my friend. Have a good night. <laughs> all right, everybody. So normally we're on Thursday nights, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Thursday nights here on Blog Blog Talk Radio that just came flying over the air. And if you want to see me live, you want to see my energy, you want to see my beautiful face, go to YouTube.com and search Food Alchemy Network. Food Alchemy Network. And then you'll see my show, Angelic Whispers, right there. Food Alchemy Network has shows on Friday night with Dr. D, Generations Dinner with Dr. D, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Monday nights, Coffee with Ori, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And then, of course, Thursday nights is Angelic Whispers with Reverend Dr. Ron, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Come get a free reading. Check us out. A hour reading is $75. I do not overcharge my clients. I do not feel the need. So you have a beautiful night and know this. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? I love you because I love myself. Good night, everybody. Thank you for using Log Talk Radio. Goodbye. I will get this. Let me see. It says I am straight. Okay. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. Now that I, I think I got the hang of it. Uh, so now that <clears throat> I think I got the hang of this. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Cecily D'Angelo. I am a metaphysician and medicine woman. Today, I wanted to talk about some things and give you some suggestions and some helpful information um number one i wanted to talk about i've seen a lot of these uh sweet peas have you ever seen them they're really pretty they're flowers that they use all the time they make tea um they're good for your body and healing but also people here in thailand uh use them sweet peas um, for rice like they change the rice like purple instead of white or other things I've used the the sweet peas to make a bath or a spray or a cleanser and it's done wonderful so 
I want to tell you, elaborate about Sweet Pea. That's why I wanted to say it. Um, here they come in a little bag. They grow all around here, which are really good. Um, I've never seen them until I came to Thailand. Um, and they're also good for your liver. So I'll give you some medicinal uh, purposes for uh, uh, Sweet Pea, which um, it's more of a feminine flower. Um, it's also lined with the planet Venus for love and energetically is an element of water. Uh, this brings in, um, like, if you want to see, like, emotions, it gives you courage. Uh, it gives you uh, friendship and strength. This is a flower that I would use to make a flower Bach essence. Or I should say flower essence because it's not Bach. Um, I would use sweet peas. So if you need courage or chastity or friendship, uh, by making this tincture with the flower essence, it would open you up to friendship and aligning yourself with the friendship, uh, if you will. And I'm corresponding with my blue and white with uh, that as well. Um, it's wearing it. It tracks friendship and attracts people to you to really get to know you. So that is a positive thing if that's what you want. If you're looking to make friends, you're in a new place. And Thailand seems to have a lot of people coming and going. So you want to have that certain few that you can call upon that can do healing or help you or guide you. So to find your way around Thailand so I can understand why I'm seeing abundance of it now. Then I've seen it in uh, Koh Samui. They sell it as a flower, as a tea, as an element to be cleaning. Also, I've seen it here in Chiang Mai at the flower, um, at the organic market that they sell it, which is good. Um, you can also just buy the flower itself and actually have it in your hand um, and crush it, just like maybe you do roses and stuff, uh, things with it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I know you're like, she's very distracted. Um, it helps you gain courage. If you want to go and you want to say something to someone, but you're afraid by taking sweet pea flower essence, it gives you that courage to be able to speak with someone. It opens you to say what open your show. It opens your throat chakra, if you will. So it helps you be able to speak and bring friendship. So that's what I would do with the sweet pea, but I wanted to uh, actually give you a bath that you can actually make with a sweet pea. I would get one half cup of lavender, one half cup of sweet pea, sweet pea uh, flowers. <coughs> so just so you can see, I would get a half a cup of these with the stem so you can see. Um, I wrote this down for you today. I would also get a half a cup of rosemary and a half 
a cup of eucalyptus leaves. And what I would do is basically get some water, a pot of water, and I would boil them and let the first and let it steep and as you let it steep let the aroma it's going to turn colors it's going to have a very fragrant beautiful smell let it sit and put it to the side and then after you finish drain it and after you finish with the leaves what you can do is put it in a compost or actually offer it to the offering uh, to the wilderness or to the tree or the elms, whatever you believe in and offer it back to the earth as a thank you you know like you know give it humbly and say thank you for using it and in or over anything that you do I would say pray over it uh, expand over it say what you want uh, talk about what it is for you that you want to see come that's what I would do um, so that is like a bath that you can do or use or even you can use it as a spray and spray yourself when you're going and you need that courage or you need that bunk, bunk up or you're going into a business meeting where you do want to make contact and you want to have courage to talk about your business. So these are the things that I would use or, you know, and you're taking a bath, a spiritual bath, as you know, that would be something that you could use and just Pour it over yourself or sit in the bath for a couple of minutes, say some prayers, uh, give grateful, ask for extension, ask for blessings, ask for courage, ask for friendship, whatever you're seeking at this present time, that's what I would do with the sweet pea flower because it will basically help you. So with that said, I also thought it would be really nice to also talk about um, a crystal to go along with this like I wanted everything to be in alignment of what we were thinking and that is friendship um what you can also do is take some yarn or take some thread and um, different colors like you can take blue or an orange and white and braid them together and wear it as a wrist bracelet, as a friendship or understanding, or even use some red, uh, not red, blue and orange and white beadings for uh, making a, a bracelet and have it as a friendship bracelet. So those are some ideas of incorporating the color because as we, as you know, blue opens the door, the doorway to things. Orange entices and encourages and use creativity. White balances and anything and strengthens, or even better yet, clear. Clear or clear quartz, uh, selenite like this, um, that opens doors as well as friendships and understanding um, about selenites. Selenites are wonderful to have. They're also good for protection. If you um, believe in stones and the things and the energy that they carry, uh, they basically have chi or uh, energy is what I like to call them, which are wonderful uh, stones. So I thought that would be wonderful for you. And I wanted to talk about the throat and the color blue. And basically that chakra, uh, also, when it's closed off, you have anger or 
communication problems. So you see why the sweet pea uh, essence flower will come into part. Um, being able to express yourself, being able to talk about your ideas in front of a business uh, proposal or even your family to express that you want to do. Um, it also, the, the throat chakra, uh, you need healing, uh, like choking issues, um, headaches, migraines, um, incest, inflammation, swelling, ears, like your ears can get clogged or you have ear issues or ear drainage or ringing of the ears, you know, really check out your throat chakra and see if you're balanced. Um, if you're a Reiki person, you can feel whether the energy is good just by that or anyway, or Muna Aiki or um, other polarity balance to see where you're balanced at. So if I was you, that's, you know, what I would be doing on a constant basis. Um, and the color is, is blue or aqua. But I love this blue, which is more of an indigo blue. And that's more of going above and beyond or really even in your third eye. So it also connects you to the spiritual, spiritual realm outside yourself. That's what I feel. It opens the gateways in the universe because that's what the color is. So I'm just in love with these things of healing and opening up <clears throat> that you can make and using the bath as well as um using the bath as well as using it as a spray which is wonderful um what you can do is to use them is use uh 100 proof grain alcohol and put the same mixture rosemary sweet uh sweet pea flower lavender eucalyptus and let it sit there for mid for a while and spray and just spray like spray through your house that when someone's coming for a meeting that they're going to be open they're going to bring friendship so if that's what i would do if you know if i was you i would share that with other people you know that's just me um what else so that's that I wanted to tell you about uh, some of the things that I do when people were wondering and like I have all these little gadgets and gadgets that I've I make and like I have um, some things like um, chocolates that I made this week or yesterday I don't know if you if you're I'm on Instagram uh, Facebook Twitter, Tumblr, Stubble Pond, and I'm trying to think out. Like everything you can think of on Process Stubble Pond, you'd think you put in Dr. Cecily D'Angelo, PhD, or Dr. Cecily. It'd be great. Now, I want to talk about I made these wonderful uh, chocolate peanut butter truffle balls, what cacao chocolate, and they were delicious. Uh, they are raw vegan and also they're good for you and I add a little something extra in there for strength but also removing toxins out the body like all oh, my chocolate has a little something of either balancing your hormone or 
uh, helping you energize. So I always want to give that extra something. So I was going to, um, I have made some chai pudding that I want you to see that I topped it with, um, I topped it with, I topped it with, uh, dates, bananas, and dates, bananas, and a little bit of coconut. Then I made a chocolate chai pudding that I made with peanut butter, and I put coconut on top. So I have these that I'll be showing you in a few minutes of what they are, you know, as they're being brought to me by my lovely son. Uh, he's bringing them to me. So this, this is just plain chocolate. <laughs> this is my cacao chocolate. No. No, that's the cacao chocolate. This is my pudding. Chai pudding, which is good for you. It helps remove sluggishness out of your system, gives you fiber. I give you the bananas for the potassium, uh, the dates. These are natural sweeteners, and this is made with coconut milk. So these are all vegan um, products that um, I make. So let me see. And I have, could you bring me some more chocolates and stuff? So here's the other chocolate. This is chai. You can't even tell that it's um, chai seeds. And it's made with cacao butter. I made a, here you go, babe. Put these back in here. I made an almond joy, which with the coconut vegan based, which is very delicious. I also made some um i made i made some uh stuffed caramel balls uh they're in the freezer babe they're in the freezer which is really nice i wanted you to see um they're really beautiful and um they have a heart shape okay can you bring me a spoon There you go. These are heart-shaped. Can you see them? Like beautiful heart-shaped stuff with vegan, raw, vegan, salty caramel. You are just in for a treat. And they come in. They come in different forms. Like I have coconut on this one. And I love making almond stuffed treats as well. You know, um, because they're raw, they have to be kept in the freezer or refrigerator so they don't melt because of that. And the ingredients are, everything is organic and raw, which is really wonderful that I've been blessed. I've even made uh, what I call my um, Tex-Mex cacao cacao um, turtles I've even make Snickers bars which is really nice too it has my nougat it has um, the caramel it has the peanut butter and it has the chocolate and it's delicious and it's vegan friendly it's raw and it's healthy for you um, some of my lunches that I make 
um, which I learned is that to you substitute uh, meat products with vegetables like mushroom is more of a fungi uh, for mushrooms for the meat texture or the meat flavor and how you flavor and that soaking it maybe in soy sauce or and some little bit of seasoning to give it that and so uh, soy sauce is basically I would say because it has it's more natural and then um, you can use jackfruit as another replacement for meat like to make pulled pork or to tacos like you've seen some of my pictures on Instagram or Facebook what else um, these are just some of the things that I make oh I have some rose I have a rose moisturizer that's um, I you have to, I keep it in my refrigerator and it's pink and it's made with another another um, herb so um, my pink moisturizer and clay and I also make a facial clay that detoxes and puts poison out now um, before I left United States I need the clay too huh? clays on top before I left United States this is my moisturizer cream um, it goes apart this is natural um, trying to let you see it as much as you can you can see all the natural products and it has a rose place and then I have my clay basically for uh, pain that you put on and it draws out it's made with herbs and essential oils and benetton clay and it also begins to strengthen the bone and strengthen the muscle and I use this myself and I believe this is also helping my my feet recover a lot from not having strength and not being being used a lot um, trying to think what else can you put that in the refrigerator so um, what I would say to you is it raining put the pink one back in the refrigerator what I would say to you, like um, some of the things and treatments, if you want to heal, is uh, look into Artaveda treatments about uh, pulling, oil pulling. Oil pulling is very good for your body. It it takes all the gook, all the poison out of your mouth. But the oil that I use, with, along with the coconut oil or sesame seed oil, is I like to add. Uh, different herbs in there uh, to strengthen my gums like um, burdock root because that also helps your liver and detox and dandelion also is good for your liver and pulling from your liver as well um, those are just some of the herbs or myrrh which gives strength and, and it helps your immune system. So those are some of the things that would be feasible for your body for healing if you want. Now, since we're working in the blue realm and the throat chakra, you might want to just do some vocal exercises to strengthen and say some chants and affirmation that helps your 
throat chakra become because you're releasing as you say things uh, positive mantra positive positive affirmation positive chants positive prayers you're saying you open yourself to the universe to accept this abundance and you said so be it so it is so be it so it is so it is and it is done um, by saying that until you feel in your power or essence that it is so that's where you work from you work until the essence of the flower within yourself is blossomed and that you become what you so see so um, wearing the color blue it gives strength it gives you connection to the uh, the universe wearing the color orange wearing the color white white people knows it signifies purity but also is precise ceremonial it also signifies authority also signify spirituality when people see them wear certain colors they have respect around here or in other places because it's people are taking ceremony if they're going on in this great uh, venture so think about the colors that you wear and how they make you feel what is a color that makes you feel great um, blue or navy blue is at the vibration uh, um, frequency of seven three to seven hundred and thirty two megahertz that is with the color navy blue is that like each color has a frequency and we as human has a frequency um, even our organs have a frequency of healing and tapping into that that is why there are there are exercises that you can do for healing your frequency to open you up to have more positivity to bring in more healing uh, along with the affirmation so these are the things that when I sit down with my client I talk about and I show them and for me uh, my medicine women in training I give them books to read and we go over classes and we do essays and we meet once a week um, for the medicine training and the first is I like them to learn the essence of herbs and the botanicals in their area also other places so that they can become well versed whether it's um, whether it's in um, China Thailand Belize Puerto Rico uh, Philadelphia Florida New Jersey Arizona there are certain plants that are in that area that have medicinal purpose and healing purpose for your life like in Arizona is the Nepal or cactus and the cactus fruit it has a healing purpose it actually rejuvenates and also brings your immune system back into balance so these are some things that you might want to look at um, in your area actually go on a permacultural visit and learn out find out what is good for you what is helpful for you what can you do um, in your area meaning um, they have hikes like I know in um, North Carolina Rosita Alvergo takes you on a hike 
when you go to Belize, she takes you on a medicine hike too. You get to see the different plants and the healing that's in the area that you can use for healing your body and putting it back into balance. Because we all need to actually get in balance after a work day or stress or families or all the things that go in life. We need that coming together. So why not take a nature walk if you're a big walker and that's what you like to do. Um, that would help you and also give you knowledge of what's going on um, about the plants that are indigenous to your area. Um, whether it's in a town or whether it's in a state. Um, every plant has a, just like an animal, a flower, it has a plant that has um, medicinal purposes. And seek that out and find out what it is. And I would love to hear from you. Tell me about what you seek out and what you find in your area. And I want to say again, I am Dr. Cecily D'Angelo. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, of course. Uh, also at my fan page is Dr. Cecily D'Angelo, PhD. Um, you'll find me and doctor is spelled out or just type google me dr cecily d'angelo and you will find in all the social medias if you would like a reading uh, i suggest you go to my fan page and book a session and you'll be able to do so so i have many things that i use from pendulums to crystal readings to reading with uh, stones to reading with uh, pennies, coconuts, actually reading you per se. And for healing, I do Reiki, I do Muna Aiki, I do Polarity Balance, I do color therapy, I do flower essence, which I make and I make programs with people. I also do crystal healing with my crystal wand. And that is a very beautiful of alkalining uh, people's body. Um, I do candles and make candle seals as well as herbal mixtures for you and what you're going through and how to heal from it. So um, I even made an um, incense burning um, flowers for healing for the yoni. And um, I created um, that a long time ago that I used to like to go to India and um, not go there but learn about their healing purpose and meaning that the things that they do to prepare to be a goddess in the temple so that's what I study some of those lessons as well as learning the different things from Shilakwekwadosha and Tantra so if you have any questions and you would like a session or reading let me know reach out and talk to me I hope this video was informative and it helped you get where you want and if you have any questions so I want to say blessings to you toodles keep going on until I, like I said, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> Sometimes I get it and sometimes
Okay, so I'm recording on the, uh, something else. So I'm going to, somebody else was supposed to be with me, which was my son. And he's, we just finished the show. So I apologize. I guess the times got mixed up and we, That's okay. we just got finished. So meta, uh, metaphysics is metaphysics, right. science of the body mind, of uh, studying the mind and the healing of the mind. And a physician is basically, uh, I would say studying of the healing of the body, which we do. We have physicians that are in practice. So metaphysics is practice of the body, mind, and spirit. Did I sum it up good enough or okay. need it? <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> now, with all of this that's going on, we are in a something of war or paradigm shift, whatever you want to call it, with this medical situation and disease and so virus and all of that. What what should people do uh, you know, with the metaphysic healing? What can they do to uh, help them with that? First of all, check your water, check your food. Uh, check your environment, your home. And we don't think about this. Even the paint on our walls have stuff we breathe in. Um, the fabric softener, the, uh, the detergent, all of these things need to be looked at. So we can, I'm not going to even invite him. I'm just going to do this myself. It's too much trouble. Uh, <laughs> we, we need to look at that, all of it. Um, the cans your food come into. Uh, the lining, the paper, the paint, the print, uh, the stuff that people even wrap your flowers in. That has poison that gets in our blood and I get in our system. Uh, the glue that they use to put the stickers on. Those are other poisons, the dye. Everything from your clothes, the dye in your clothes affects your body and makes your immune system a lot weaker. Uh, the hair products you use. You know, you don't even think about it. I'm putting this gel on. Yeah, but you're putting this gel on and guess what it's doing? The gel and the toxins is going right into your bloodstream right away. And that affects your mind. They just now searches of after doing what everybody's were getting relaxers and perms. They're just now realizing that the perms and the dyes has actually have been causing cancer. Women having alopecia, uh, sensitive skin, uh, hair breakout, fallout because of the poison that was put on our head for us to make our hair look all straight and shiny according to what society wanted us to look like. I'm just saying this, just some of the things. Sure. So we don't realize these things, they affect us. And your water, the most important thing about your water that people don't even realize, why do they put fluoride in your water? Why? It benefits the dentist community. It doesn't benefit you. That was a practice that was done during Hitler's time for when he had the, the Jews in the camp. If you give enough fluoride, your brain and the chemicals start to calcify. That's not good. So your toothpaste, guess what your toothpaste have in it? Fluoride. Your water has fluoride. So you're over, you, you got all this fluoride, you're over fluoride. You don't need that, but it they have you bleed. It, fluoride is good for your teeth, make your teeth strong. Hmm. 
What did my what did my grandparents do before they was fluoride? How did they brush their teeth? <laughs> All right now. But also, let's go even back to Africa and some of the other countries of okay. here. They didn't have they didn't know what baking soda was. They were using different branches okay. that actually helped their gums and heal yeah. their mouth. Yeah. That's the stuff I'm talking about. This is stuff we've forgotten and we think, oh, yeah. and you're wondering why your body is breaking up. You wonder why your body is like, ooh, no, wait a minute. I want to reject this. See, you, we're so busy treating the symptoms and not the cause here. Let's treat the cause and not the symptom and see where you go. So check your water. Does your water heal your body or does your water help your body? I mean, make your body worse. Do my grandmother and my Nona used to take water that used to come from the sink and let it sit out, or they used to boil the water. This is way back in the day before anybody knew about water, water bottles. When I was a tiny little tot, they would boil the water. Why? They're boiling that all out. Or if they let it sit overnight, guess what happens? to the poisons that's in that water. It dissipates. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to get out. It's not going to get out everything, but it's better than drinking the sink water that you're going to get or better than you buying that spring water that you think is spring water. Do you know what you're drinking? Have you tested your water lately? Do you know the company? You know, I grew up drinking, um, what, like Perrier? Perrier water, they used to come from France, and they used to say it's the carbons, but little do people know, they depleted the minerals in the water that was from Perrier, that they had to force the CO uh, carbons in the water to actually have carbon dioxide, so, uh, not, um, the bubbles, so you can actually drink, drink it. These are things that we don't do our research on, but we believe because the hype is, oh, drink this water. Where are you getting your information from? When Have you been there? Have you talked? Have you done the research? Do your research on what you drink and what you put on your body. Those are important things. Why are you eating or drinking pasteurized? What is, what is the point behind that? My grandparents used to drink regular milk. They used to drink regular orange juice. It didn't have to be pasteurized. Again, why are we doing that? To make money for another lobbyist and other people to benefit from. It's not really benefiting you. Then they make it illegal for you to get raw milk. They make it illegal for you to get apples pressed because they say what? It will harm the, our elders and our babies of young. This is what they do. Same thing. Spinach scare, E. coli. Broccoli scare, E. coli. Pull it off the shelf. They're showing you what power of minor suggestion what they have. So if you know where your food comes from, build a relationship with a farmer. That's what we need to go back to doing. Build a relationship with your, your farmer and buy local. Support local. 
support the other business not these big clamors that not thinking about your money you just another dollar drop in a bucket but of all of us as a collective and really start getting together and saying okay you know what i don't want this so i'm not going to do this and i'm going to have my family not support this individual or this company because it's harming me they know gmos have caused cancer they've known that since 1970 reason by craft actually did a study of gmo foods and they found out in europe when they label the food gmos people would not buy it what do gmos stand for genetic modified organisms what is that is crossbred fruit of uh, fruits and vegetables and they even got so crossfit with animals fish cross for tomatoes what does a fish have to do with a tomato I'm just, these are just some of the things I'm just saying. So you're asking, but I, maybe I'm going too deep. Or maybe that's not what you wanted. Right. That is a gutter fish. You do not need to eat that. Yeah. Do you see what they swim in? If people see what they swim in, mm. it's a garbage fish. They used to have flounder when I was a kid. They used to have um, haddock when I was a kid. These were good white fishes. And my uh, culinary teacher, when I was at the Culinary Institute of America, used to say, he said, everybody's going to that tilapia. This is way back in what? 2000 he used to tell me that they're going to that. I said, I don't like tilapia. It's just, it tastes very horrible to me. And that's because I didn't grow up with it. But it's, it's easier to farm and you can over, um, how do I say, overpopulate. So when you overpopulate and it's swimming in garbage, in garbage, guess what? That's in your system. You're eating a garbage fish that's already swimming in garbage. You're just poisoning yourself. So this is not what you want. So back in the day, um, I want to say in the early 2000s, they have the slow, what they call the slow food movement. The slow food movement was started in Italy because of McDonald's wanting to build a branch in where the, uh, the leaning, um, what is it, the leaning of Pisa was going to be there. And they wanted to build a McDonald's to get more tourists to come in there and build. And the people got together and said, no, we're not doing this. We don't want them there. We don't want this McDonald's. We don't like what it does. And they started the slow food movement. The slow food movement is for artisanal food and food that are heirlooms. Do anybody know what an heirloom tomato really looked like? In order, the tomato you see today is not the tomato of an heirloom tomato. Tomatoes came in back in the day. They came in green and white. They came in yellow. They came in purple. Then they start crossbreeding these to get the color because they crossbreed it with an apple to make it look and be appealing because they're afraid you were not going to like the taste. So that's just one. The carrot that you see today is not the carrot that was before the carrot was purple. They didn't think you would buy the carrot because purple represents poison to us. So what did they do? They crossbred it until you got the orange. This was done in France. They've been doing crossbreeding for so long. 
to get to what we eat that we don't even realize our parents and grandparents have been eating GMOs crossbred, but it was organic. And there is, you can't have organic GMO food. I'm here to tell you, you can't because they're crossbred and they do cause poison. Now, heirlooms, I suggest, that's my personal opinion. That's what I suggest for people. Make your own, you know, even your bread, your wheat. Your wheat is crossbred to actually not even help your body grow. It's basically hurting your body. More people than ever are having gluten issues. Why? There's problem with our wheat. When you go overseas to Italy, when you go over uh, to Asia, um, all these things, you don't have, they don't have problem. And they have semolina wheat that they make with their pasta and their bread. Why are we having problems? Because how we cultivate our food. Do you know we cannot export a lot of our food? The only thing we export is our, that are really good is our soybeans. Uh, France will not take our, our food. Uh, Denmark will not take our food. Holland will not take our food. London won't take our food. When the queen and the their entourage come, they bring their own food on their plane to actually be cooked for them to be able to eat. That says something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what? But yet we're here and we're thinking everybody got your best interest. Why? Why do you think they have your best interest? They're playing with your food and you allow them. Uh, what is it? Who was that? Um, oh, my gosh. The GMO person that made uh, orange, um, orange a Agent Orange. Oh, gosh. I used to know him on the tip of my tongue because I used to fight against them. But they are the people that created Agent Orange that causes cancer, that they sprayed to kill the people during the Vietnam War, that our veterans have come back with cancer and it's taken them 50 years to say, you know what? It was Agent Orange. The company that's responsible for that is the one that's making the GMOs that you guys are eating. When you go outside that company and I was like, I just can't, it's on the tip of my tongue. The water that comes out and where the fishes are is nothing but blood from the fishes that have died around that company. And that's their water they're putting in our, in our community for us to be able to drink from. And you think in the system that they have in each state and country purifies your water? You better think again. You better think again. Where does your water come from? How is your water being stored? I'm just, you know, just food for thought, but mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a lot, yeah, all right, all right. you know, it's a lot for people you know, grass. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What about, what about if you have distilled water and you put your vitamin, I mean, your minerals in that water, is, is that okay or what? What I would say for people, you can, yeah. you said minerals. Minerals from where? Like what kind of minerals? Like Selena. Spirulina. Selena. Okay. So, yeah. Look, just a little trace minerals that they have, and you can uh, put it in your water. Is that good? 
Monsanto. <laughs> I love you, whoever you are. I love you. Thank you so much, Monsanto. <laughs> That's the company. <laughs> right on. They took over Whole Foods too. Yes. Don't they own Whole Foods now? The Whole Foods. Wow. See, and the thing is, if you want, what kind of water to drink? Well, first of all, I would take the water and I would get some charcoal. That is going to clean your water out. Uh-oh. Like now everybody and their mother want to call. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I would get some black charcoal. And there's a way to purify your water with uh, sand, charcoal, um, what is this pebble? Oh my gosh. Uh, we use bamboo. I matter of fact, when I take a shower, I have this shower head that has charcoal, bamboo, and sand. So it purifies and um, ionize my water. Now the water does become a little bit more softer, um, but I know that I'm not getting that poison inserted in my body. Um, cleaning with good water. I myself drink Kagan water, um, alkaline water myself, or I drink distilled water. That is basically doing what my, my Nana and my Nona did. Boiled till you can't boil anymore. So you're saying, you know, the water, that's the only thing I can recommend. You know, find out where your water come mm -hmm. from. The spirulina is definitely going to help you. The wheatgrass is definitely going to help you. These are all things that, that help your body nourish. You need those proper greens because we're not getting appropriate greens out of our body right now. So our body... Chlorophyll. chlorophyll. Yeah, I love liquid chlorophyll. Liquid chlorophyll. Okay. Um, is very good for your body because you need that photosynthesis uh, for our body for the greens. Um, need the photosynthesis for our body and the greens. So you got the kale greens. There's a reason why our grandparents ate collard greens, mustard greens, uh, char, uh, Swiss char. All these greens have the more nutrients and a denser vitamin that help our body nourish and be able to function in a more optimum health. So the things we get, they're less dense. They're less, um, I want to say they have least amount of minerals. That's what we've been programmed to actually eat and do, which is not good. Um, there's other things that people can take. Uh, I'm going to say I take, for me, uh, during this COVID, I take colloidal silver. You know, when I had a cold for my children, I do colloidal silver. Um, my children grew up on the tinctures I make from fenugreek to fennel to basil. Um, I make my own tinctures. So, and that's coming from my household of everything was food and food cures, um, which is good. And a lot of people don't realize that that can be done. Okay. Food is selling your fish farms by prisoners. <laughs> I'm getting all this stuff now that I'm <laughs> talking to you. 
<laughs> so at least I know my people are listening. So yes. Good, good. So that, that makes me think how can we better our body? Colloidal silver. When you get enough in the colloidal silver breaks down and I'm not, not all colloidal silver are equal. You know, um, I take things like monatomical gold. I take platinum. I take, um, uranium. I've taken all these things. These are like years ago. I did this. Woo. I started this like 20 something years ago and I've been giving my children colloidal mm -hmm. silver. Uh, my son is 25 for over 30 something years. Okay. So they, they've been trained or I don't know how to put it. They've been trained or have knowledge of knowing what to get, go in the cabinet. You know, my son got an earache being around a whole bunch of different kids. Uh, he would go in and get it on his own because he knew what to get. Oh, my mom gives me this when I'm around this person or that person. Okay. He'll get his own collateral. So you train your children the way you want them to go and they'll look for it. And like I said, all colloidal silver, all monatomical gold is not equal. None of that is what we think it is. You know, you need to find a reputable, just like your food. When the last time you shook your farmer's hands? Right. When the last time you you shook the, the, the dairy farmer and know where the dairy came from? That it's not being shipped. Where did your tomato came from? Did it come all the way from California to get on the shelf? In, in the farmer's market or let me better yet they pick it before it's ripe and then they put it in a yeah. storehouse and then they put it on there and when it's going bad you're like oh well you're thinking no they didn't pick that yesterday they picked that months ago for it to ripe with the gas not natural gas they pump in there for it to ripen where back in the day if you got a banana my nana would tell me to take the banana and put it in a brown paper bag I don't know if anybody do that anymore, but that's what she told me. You can't do that with this food today. You eat this food, and if you don't see any bugs, or I'll say ants. You remember back in the day, you used to tell you about ants trying to eat your food? You don't see the ants trying to eat the food of today no more? Mm -hmm. Why not? Because it's really not food. No, you, sure don't. <laughs> you know, they got... Um, Oh, they got so much poison. Even in y'all, y'all thinking hot dogs are safe. Hot dogs not safe. They put that stuff in there that keep people's bodies from dying. <laughs> I mean, come on, y'all, y'all like right. All that stuff. I don't, you know, like certain things. What I call the food that we eat and have been eating for the last twenty years is Franken food. It is an experiment food that they eat. And they've been, we've been programmed. The first program was in the 50s when they told you to eat the, what was it, the uh, the TV dinners? They had those TV thingies um, and they had the TV yeah. trays. It was, that was to make yeah. you believe. That's to separate you from the family. That was the first point of separating the family of not eating together and eating wholesome meals when you come and sit down and eat together. Instead, you're watching television that has you, as me and Brother Kwame is like, has been programmed <laughs> to program your mind right. to actually right. make you think what you're eating is good. And eating from a tele in front of a television is really healthy. What? Program. So you don't even think about what you eat. 
why you eat it or anything. You know, I remember my Nana making jam and it wasn't grape jam she made. She made strawberry jam or raspberry jam or blueberry jam. These are jams that we ate. Um, I drank grape juice, um, but she made it. Uh, apple juice, back in the day, I think it was apple tree or Mott's apple juice that was pure. And we didn't have to worry about reading all the ingredients. How they get you is they know you like something. What they do is for a bigger profit. They'll say, okay, we'll take this out and put this coloring. Give you an example. Gerber baby food. Back in the day, people thought they was eating, their babies was drinking apple juice. It was apple essence with some sugar-colored water. Caramel water. They weren't drinking apple juice. So this is what you're giving your babies. And you wonder why the children is being hyper and, you know, going off the rails and stuff because they've trained their body to accept it. And what is, I'm going to say this again and I always say it. Y'all know it. If y'all watch me, sugar is what? One molecule from crack cocaine. One molecule. Mm. Mm. Addictive. Yes. So it makes you want to continue to consume it. That's how they get you. The thing they tell you, butter was bad, butter this. We're going to give you margarine. What is margarine? Margarine is one molecule from plastic. Who wants to eat plastic? Does plastic break down? No. They're telling you plastic's not even breaking down in the earth. So why would I want to eat something that's one molecule from being plastic? That's not food. That's something to destroy my body. And I know everybody's like, okay, what do we do? Well, like I said, get to know your farmer. Get to know what's in season and what is not in season. And that's easy. You know, with the summer months, eat the things that's for the summer. When the winter months, eat the things for the winter. You know? So, mm -hmm. these are things that are very um, important for our body to flourish. But I definitely say get that colloidal silver, especially with all of the stuff going around. And just to give you FYI, if people don't know, COVID-19 was invented before y'all even know it in the 80s. If you look on your Lysol can back in the day, they said if yeah. you sprayed it, Lysol yeah. killed E. coli, coronavirus, not Corona-19, coronavirus. Now, all these diseases that you see, they all have a what? A patent. Why do they have a patent? They were created where? In a lab. Why? For bio-warfare. Why? To destroy. This is what they do. Am I making sense or am I scaring anybody? <laughs> Not very, much. Very, very much so. Making a lot of sense. But people need to know this. This is not something to be afraid of. This right. is something to know so you can make the changes. Right. 
smoking is so important. And I mean, it's just, and, and you got to look at our body. Our body is amazing. I mean, it's been a tax for you. They've been giving us all this poison and, the, and it's still functioning. There you go. So, you know, imagine if it was getting good food and, and good water. Right. Be awesome. And it still can be awesome. So the thing is, if you make yeah. correct decisions, like these diseases, or as my friend Dr. Sebi would say, what are diseases? Everything that you have is from what? Phlegm, mucus, inflammation, everything. They just put a disease on it. Tumors, cysts, they're basically inflammation of mucus, mucus that just got hard. That's all. Now, the fibroid that these women are getting, why are you getting fibroids? Because they're putting chemicals in your sanitary napkins or your sanitary well, tampons and all of this. These are things. And the same thing for even little babies. Guess what? What they think they're doing for the diapers. I remember back in the day, right. I, I I I washed my son's diapers, my daughter's diapers. I know my mom thought I was crazy because they had those pampers and hugs or whoever they were out. Mm -hmm. No, I went to cloth diapers, and that's how my children were. Um, my kids didn't grow up on formula because I didn't trust the formula, similar because of the soy, and I never trust the soy. And now, spiritually, I'm glad I didn't. Um, my children were nursed, but back in the day when I was a mom in, in the 90s, um, they, and well, it's 2000s, whatever, the 90s, they didn't have um, that thing. Their, uh, breast Breastfeeding was not encouraged. And or it was an elite thing because no. then you were part of La Leche League. And guess where I was? I was part of La Leche League. Um, because when I went home, they would give you a breast pump, but they also gave you formula. And that's what they were pushing. So all the right. stuff that we're seeing was preempted for our children to basically not thrive, but to be, yeah. I say, dumbed down, as my son would say, why, are they, why do they want us to be dumb? Why are they teaching me, like, you know, us to be dumber? And I said, huh? He said, they're dumb it down. And I said, dumb it down. He said, mom, I went to school. And I feel like I couldn't, didn't understand why these kids didn't know. And I said, well, well, of course he was homeschooled. So he said, they teach us for us okay. to be dumber. So I was trying to understand because he knew yeah. my Nona was the one that taught me about the Moors, not my mother. Not my, you know, my father, my Nona, a Sicilian woman, taught me about who the Moors was and what their accomplishments. Okay. Now, why did she do that? Same thing she said. She would tell you she's not Italian, she's Sicilian. And why she would say that? She said, we got disconnected from the boot. And they will tell you the Sicilians from the South would fight the, the Italians from the North because they don't want to be part of that collective. So that's how I grew up with that information and food was most important. My Nona planted the fruits 
and the vegetables. We had an apple tree. We went blueberry picking. Um, she had cucumbers. She dried the peppers. These are. This is how I grew up, and this is how I wanted my children to grow up. In that same way, knowing where your food came from. They stopped that when my son turned about nine. Children didn't no longer go to the farms. Why? Because they didn't want the children to have a face to their food anymore. Because if they had a face to the food, it would stop. And the children would feel bad. But also when I went to school, we learned what farming was. They actually had a farming, what they call midwifery, that they went and they learned from. Right. And they went to school in high school and learned how to milk a cow, how to, you know, how they were birthing everything from A to Z. So when they left out of high school, they could go home and do that farm work on their farm without needing someone else to come in and do that. We've lost our way. Does anybody know how to plant, do crops, what it takes to raise animals? And why we gotten away from that? These are things that are important. And we live in the go ahead. Right. Go ahead. And I was gonna say, what was you gonna say? I was just saying we live in the concrete jungle. (laughs) (laughs) We live in the concrete jungle. (laughs) You're right. We we don't feel that we have should have an explanation or be responsible for that. Our ancestors. Before they slaughtered an animal, they would ask and bless it and give thanks, and they would use every part of that animal. And and they said, well, the pig, the pig, it was used everything from the rooter to the tutor, and not realizing. That's right. Pig feet. Yeah. Yeah. We forget about that. Not because they... They were not wasteful. They were thankful for source saying, you know what? Here you go. This is what you have. The cow, they use made leather, cowhide, blankets, you know, moccasins, shoes, blankets, you you know, all these things. We have forgotten that these came from our ancestors. These are all part of our food. And we're all part of the food chain. Just, you know, food for thought (laughs) but it helps the body when you know where your food come from when you can grow it i like when i went to school and i got to see a a seed turn into a plant we used to do that every mother's day they don't do that no more they don't get the slants and you take it home to your mom to grow a plant and you can really get to see that was part of science or letting you know what you could do with a potato you know how much energy we are energy but we don't realize how much energy are and the frequency we send off and how we can heal the body we have we got at a plateau we're we're out of order that's as my friend said we just all we're all out of yeah. order our body's out of alignment not only physically but spiritually because we've forgotten who we are and what we need what we came here to do and we've forgotten our past. And I'm talking even beyond our ancestors' ancestors. I'm talking beyond the seven generations that are here. There's more generations that we don't even know about or what we really come from and how magnificent we really are. 
do you think they needed a vote to get from A to Z? No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Not like we do today. Right. See, so if you didn't see all of that way, 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 way back when the earth, when they say they, they're discovering the earth, they haven't even begun to figure out the earth and the seeds that were here before their so-called Big Bang Theory that they think they know and the black holes and the portals and the vortex. All of this, I know people like, like, what does that have to do? It all deals with food. We are energetic beings and because we are energy, we got to nurture that energy that we're sending to our other frequency. I was sharing with somebody the other day, when you are sick, the frequency you usually send off when you are healthy is different when the one that you send off when you're sick, because it's sending a, like a sonar signal out into the whole, I'm going to say the whole multi galaxy. It can be heard, but it can be so acute and off. It lets you know what is off. That's why some people have uh, what is it called medical intuitive and they're able to tune in, but, they're eating what their body is supposed to eat. Not everybody, y'all gonna disagree. Not everybody is gonna be a vegan. Not everybody's meant to be a vegan. Some people are and some people are not. Some people, you know, you gotta, we're going, going way, way back. Some people are just, they thrive and that's the way they do. And some people is for a season and for a reason. Once they get their health or accomplish what they need, they can go back to that regular diet. Some people just need to, to be in that because that is in their DNA for them to be like that. I'm just, you know. And, and getting back to the baby, uh, some, some the doctors were telling the mother, you know, not to give a baby water because there was enough water in the infidel. Yep. And I was telling my daughter, if you don't give that baby some water, <laughs> Right. Because basically it makes the farm. Uh, what is the formula company make more money? How many farm um, y'all see these commercials where they say breast milk is so close to breastfeeding breast milk. This is the closest you're going to get the breast milk. That was back when my kids was, you know, little. I was like, I don't think so. It don't have that colostrum that you need with the antibiotics and that, you know, things that you need when you're nursing. There's a reason why you have that and for that baby to get that. They don't want your baby to have that. That makes their immune system weak. That is one, I believe, one of the reasons why our children have problems is because they're not getting what nature intended. Now, I think we, you know, now if you can nurse, you're good. If you can't, that's okay. Not everybody can. But back in the day in the 60s and the 70s, they had uh, what they call breast milk banks that they could do that and they could actually get breast milk. Oh, then they, they got rid of because the AIDS came out and, you know, this and that. And I'm, I'm not disclaiming these diseases. They were out. But also, can you imagine the antibodies their bodies build up from all the stuff that's going around. I'm just putting that out there for food for thought for somebody. So 
we've basically consigned to what society say we should do and be. This is what you do. This is what you, this is who you are. No, I'm not going to let somebody on the outside define me. I'm going to go within myself and define who I am. So of course, as my big sister would say, I stand out because I'm not like the rest. So, and it's different. Um, So I know I always stand out with my kids, nursing my kids, making sure they had different exercises, homeschooling my kids when homeschooling was not, you know, that was not done. That was not something that people done to write a curriculum and tell them, no, that my children was not getting vaccination for this or for that. Or, I mean, it's a lot of stuff that I did that people in my family thought I was crazy because they didn't understand it. But I'm looking at my son and my daughter to make it to 23 um, is amazing because they had my daughter wrote, wrote off for three at the age of three. She was not supposed to. Lie. She survived 20 plus years here on this rock they call a earth in this dimension. She surprised them because you no, know, like, no, that doesn't happen. Yes, it does. You get mom that knows us, educates and talk the herbs are important so that's another thing not only the minerals are important but also the herbs and i'm talking about in your area there's certain plants in your area that you think are just trash back in the day they used to throw dandelions in the trash they weren't trying to grow dandelion dandelion is the best thing for your liver Burdock root is the best thing for your liver detoxification. These are things we didn't think about or didn't know about or were not educated about. These things help your body. It helps build it up, helps it make it strong. This is what you need. You need that burdock root. You need that dandelion. I'm sorry, go ahead. Dr. D'Angelo, we can't eat like down on time. Okay. And I, I definitely want you to come back where you can really uh, explain things to us. I want you to let the people know how they can get in touch with you. Uh, they can just do you go- give classes or anything like that? Yes, I do. I do one-on-one service. All they have to do to go um, is go to Food Alchemy Network. Look, Google Food Alchemy Network, and they will find me. I have so many, a plethora of places you'll find me that I teach. And drdmedphysician.com, that's my website. Um, I know the web person said that it's down for a minute. So just look up uh, Dr. D'Angelo, PhD. That's me. And they'll find me. So you find any of those, you write me a letter where it says message, I will respond back and work right with you. Excellent, excellent. And uh, Eric, if you're still with us, did you have any questions for the doctor before we go? If you're still with us. Hey, Dr. D. Hey! Hello, love. How you Dr. doing? D, don't, send me no, <laughs> don't send me no more pictures of your delicious food. I'm selling you my kneecap. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we have to have you back, you know, and uh, and yeah, 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 
Yeah, good to, good to see you. Good to hear you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we love you. You know that. And uh, love all y'all. And y'all stay tuned. Uh, meet us at the mound table next Thursday, y'all. Yes, I will. Meet and I'm going to try to I'm going to try to listen because you know that I'm going down to Mexico. Um, I will be leaving pretty mm-hmm. soon, so I'm excited. So, um. I will try to, I don't know how that works, their internet and everything to call in, but I will let you know um, when I finish, because I'm going to do a little, a little, a little sabbatical down there for a little bit and then uh, pop up okay. and then, then pop up and then disappear again. <laughs> okay. But I, okay. but I do and, do and Skype. Uh, Kwa- Go ahead. Okay. And I think Kwame wants to chime in before we leave to go ahead yeah i was just you know thanking dr d for you know the information i sent her some things so she'll be able to look at what i have to do because when you were talking about tilapia because uh-huh. whole foods get to tilapia from arizona prison system they had they raised the fish there mm-hmm. in the prison farms whoa they have aqua uh, farm that they grow the fish there and you know we got to be mindful of where we're getting because yep. well there's a lot of information out there and the other thing I was saying about the thing that they don't tell people is your cash receipt has a chemical on it that's toxic to yes. especially pregnant women <laughs> Yep. Ah. See, that's what I said. <laughs> yep. Receipts, papers. I mean, it's like they're trying to kill us. Yeah. Yes, wow. that they are. What's going on? They are because as they like, what did uh, what was that? That man said, "There's too many of us on the planet. It's too us, too many. Yeah, we got to get rid of us." Mm-hmm. You know, people don't believe it, but then they say that's they conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's conspiracy. No, it's not. Read, look. And don't believe everything that's on the internet. That's another thing. Do your own right. research. Mm-hmm. Just because it's YouTube on one YouTube site. Yeah. They call, gotcha. What is it called, Brother Kwame? Yeah, they call us useless eaters. That's what they were talking about, getting rid of the useless eaters. Wow. I, I didn't even know that. And that's their opinion. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well... well uh, again, thank you, Dr. Uh, D'Angelo, and you, you got to come back with us soon when you, when you come back from Mexico. You say you're going next week? Yeah, what, the 7th? The 7th, we leave for September 7th. Okay, okay. We leave September 7th. Okay, okay. And okay. Yeah, and, and you, we still might can connect with you when you're there. Yeah. So, well, whatever that you have time, please come and give us some more information because this information is needed at this point here. I'm we hoping so. Uh, so and, uh, I'm hoping they'll um, listen to Brother Kwame because Brother Kwame got some good information. I think you, Brother Kwame, you have somewhere where you can get some um, anatomical gold, right? Is he there, Brother Kwame? Yeah, I was. I was Muted. Yeah, that was the brother I used to get money okay. from in uh, Atlanta. And then I had another friend up in uh, North Carolina. I don't know if they're still getting, you know, distributing monatomic gold. 
but yeah, monochrome gold and so colloid silver are yes. the main things because they're okay. natural antibiotics. Yep. And they're good for your body because we're depleting them so fast. That's what everything that you're taking, the minerals, is actually in our bodies. And the other thing that you can take just, just to leave you with is Irish moss and bladder whack. That's another thing. Irish moss right. and bladder whack. Oh, okay. But what I would say to you is when you were talking about hybriding, mm -hmm. you know, and hybrid, the only way that they can get the genes to attach is that they have to use gold to to give that false signal so they will attach. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're talking about monatomic gold. Because monatomic gold, it attaches to the cell, but it also weighs, because gold is the highest frequency. I mean, it picks up the highest frequency. Mm -hmm. The best receiver is gold. And, and so when you put it in your body, your cells pick up the monatomic goal and that picks up the electrical frequency of the transmissions of cosmic consciousness too. Wow. See, that's what we need. And so what the stuff that they're putting the stuff that the that they're putting in us do it keep it away, you know, yes. saying these nano little chips that they're putting in us so the goal will block it. Yes. That's the yeah. um, Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. right. When the goal is uh, what they're doing is trying to go into the DNA, and this is what they're trying to say RNA, because the RNA feeds the DNA. Hello. And so what what you're doing is that that's why they have to alter in order to make it a unnatural gene mm -hmm. in order for them to get the patent that they want on the human. Hello. Once they alter, you can't have a patent on anything that's through nature. Once they get your body to alter itself, then now they have patents and control. Hello. Yep. Hmm. Hybrid people. Well, we are nature. Hello. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Right. But what they're uh -huh. doing is, is they're changing your 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 DNA makeup because that's your that's your blueprint. Mm -hmm. Every one of us has a different DNA pattern and what they're doing is that they look at your code. Right. This is why they're getting patents on codes because they're getting patents on codes because once they get that's why they're doing all the DNA gathering because everyone has a different code and once they get your code then they can say I own the, I own the patent on this code. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why they want everybody to get vaccinated to get the shot. No, they want it. So they, they want it to call. It's two ways. Right. They want everybody. That's okay. why they tested everybody first. Yes. They will get go get tested because they can go right up into your membrane, right up under your pineal, and get the best DNA that, that they can get out of your body. And then not no saliva. They they can get DNA from your hair. Right. But they wanted it out okay. of your nose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because what did the what wow. did they used to do during the ancient times to pull out the, the brain? Where did it come through? Through the nose. Yeah, it came through the nose no. because the brain yeah. wasn't working. Only yeah. thing like you were talking about the cow. Yep. That's how you make leather soft, is because you use your brain pan. You mm -hmm. use the brain of the cow to pan the hide to make the leather. Yes. 
deep, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> People don't even know what's going on. And I mean, they just running, not everybody, but they running to take the shots and don't even know that. They've got to really become. Well, do, what they've got uh, is the, the sun cycle is wow. because there's a solar minimum, which we're in now, and it's moving to the maximum. And this is what they're using as astrobiology. And what they're doing is, is they're knowing that the sun has its cycles, 11 to 12 years that it's, 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 it's resting. Then the next 12 years, it's back in the cycle, and we get these CMEs, coronal mass ejections off the sun, the solar wind. And that enhances the virus and bacteria in that frequency. Because you can go back and... and 400 years to 1600, you can go all the way back to, to BC when they had plague, bubonic plague. It's the sun cycle. They already have tracked it, and they know that they can use the sun to work with what they're doing with the bio-warfare. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> See? Deeper, deeper, deep. I was talking to somebody, and I can't remember. They have two different shots for the coronavirus Pfizer does. And one shot was FDA approved. Mm-hmm. The other shot was not. And the shot was approved is not the one they're giving people. They're giving the other shot that was not FDA approved. Me and my sister were talking about this. Same thing with hemodialysis. Wow. Hemodialysis was not FDA approved for children. They were only approved for adults. But yet I've seen a six month old get dialysis done. Why? Because they're using the blood for other things. I told my daughter that she didn't believe it until she seen it herself. She said, Mom, you crazy. Okay, say whatever you want to say, baby. And came home and told me, Mom, how did you know? Your plasma is worth more than the blood, honey. You're, you know. There you go. Wow. Melanin on the U.S. stock market is worth more than gold. It's, it's some, it was as high as $600 a gram. Mm-hmm. At the gram. See? Not even an ounce. what they're trying to get rid of us for. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See? Dang, boy. You got to be on we it. We really got to uh, connect. Yes, we do. And well, we got to inform more and more people so they'll know. You know, you tell someone and someone tells someone, word of mouth, very powerful. Right. And that's what we're doing here. And I thank you for what you do with you and Brother X. Yes. And then we've got the other shows that are going, and then you have Dr. Diaz. Hirsch. We're doing it. We're using the techno spiritual to reconnect us and give us our knowledge of the divine spiritual because artificial intelligence yeah. is trying to combat this divine intelligence that, that we are in alignment yeah. and conceiving as we breathe. All right, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I just say the divine is much more powerful than the artificial. I just believe that. But we got to work at it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, thank you, Bobby, thank you, Dr. Angelo. Looking forward to connecting with you again so we can 
really have time to get all this information in it. So, and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Oh, I thank you for having me. Again, maybe connect you. Yeah, and they can connect with you on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. All I gotta do is look up Food Alchemy Network, right. and boom, 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 I pop up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you again. Appreciate the work that you're doing. Keep it up, and thank you, Kwame, for the information. And I look forward to uh, talking with you again. I'll be back on Monday. Oh, wait a minute. Let me. No, that's... Not again. Hello, everyone. Hold on. There you go. Okay. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Coffee with Ori. Except today I'm drinking kombucha. And I'm talking to you guys. Happy Monday. I am your host, Ori. And today we're going to be talking about our emotions. And we're going to be talking about how no matter what we do to try to get away from things, we always end up the same in the same place. And no matter what we try, it seems like we find ourselves becoming who we once was. And then some people snap out of it and some people don't. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about I want to talk about childhood traumas. Some of us have gone through many childhood traumas, whether it be uh, physical pain, whether it be physical abuse or mental abuse or sexual abuse or or just cruelty or bullying and. Some people may grow up to be, some people may, may be strong enough to fight this. And then as they move on, I think you notice that they become very competitive and eventually they, 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 they're very good at sports or they, they decide to take a karate class and then they become good and then they become arrogant. Some people become uh, bodybuilders and then they start to lift. And then they start to do all kinds of stuff and they become like the Hulk. And, you know, that I guess is their release. But then some of us become givers and we become kind and we push, push our kindness because that's what we want to, um, we want to show the world that we are not bad people, that we're kind people. And all we want is, we want the best, not just the best for us, but the best for them. So we, we just give of ourselves, of our time, um, of our energy. Do I believe that we can change that? I do believe that we can change that. And I do believe that we have the tools to do it. I don't believe that we're able to do it by ourselves without actually learning um who we are first who we are and 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 why we allow ourselves to keep continuously uh manifesting pain 
and sadness and sorrow. Some people believe uh, that through incarnations, you know, we keep repeating the same things over and over and over again because of the fact that we've lived this life once before and we didn't correct it. So we come back to this life to do it again. Whereas psychologically, psychologists believe that it's like, I don't know the name of it. It's not Munchhouse syndrome. I don't think it's Munchhouse syndrome. Um, where you get abused and you start to like the abuser or you like the abuse and then you find it to be satisfying. And then what you do is then you start to cut yourself or you start to do certain things that make you feel good that will replace the pain, that other pain. However it may be. Hey, guys. However it may be. We have to learn as individuals that pain does not go away right away. Pain is there and pain is strong. And whether it's family pain or whether it's other type of pain, we have to remember that we are not attached to our families. We're really not, you know, um, the scriptures say, and I and I repeat it because I've said this many times, that we have our our physically physical family, and then we have our heavenly family. So I think that I find it comfortable, more comfortable being around people that I care about, that are friends. I find them to be more family than my own family, and it's sad to say, but it's true. With that being said, I also understand that I do have a family. And I understand that there is a responsibility within myself to make sure that I am in their lives, but not of their lives, which is a big difference. Be in it, but not of it. So I try my best to be kind, to be re receptive. But I also know that when I feel the trigger in my heart, I back away and I pull away. My sense used to be to run away. And I'm not saying that I don't do that to this day because I've learned to cut people off, which is a way of, of, of running away. It's, it's a way of also, you know, not wanting to face your own demons. And when you're afraid, you should face your fears because your fears make you stronger not weaker. If you allow your fears to overcome you, then you become scared and then you become frigid or not frigid is not the word. You become um, brittle inside. And every time that something happens, you find yourself almost wanting to collapse because you don't know how to handle this situation. You know, there are many things that are triggers for me still to this day. Family is a very big trigger. Problems that occur in family are very big triggers. And no matter how much I try to remove the pain and the sorrow and the bitterness, there are times that I keep continuing to be that bitter person inside. Hello. Um, I find that there's many of us out here that go through the same thing. You know, we get into a relationship and we tend to find the same type of relationships. We tend to, if we date someone 
we tend to date the same type of people and we tend to, to enjoy the same type of arguing, the same type of abuse, because we're always looking for the same exact person. Now, if you're looking for the same exact relationship, you're looking for the same exact person you were with. So you find someone that's just like them. I think I went through that too. I'm not quite sure. I think I went through that because I, I really, like I said, I really was, I've only been in love, honestly in love one time. I've never been in love more than once, you know, true love more than once. So I can't really say that, that I really know what that really is. I just know that sometimes people want to, to be around people who are that way. I can tell you one thing though. I like pretty men. I like pretty men. I don't like ugly men. I like pretty men. And maybe that makes me vain and arrogant, but that's what I am. That's what I like. And I don't like older men. I don't like men my age. When I was a young kid, when I was a teenager, I used to date older men. But now that I, I when I became an adult, I did I didn't like older men. I I, I actually like um I like sharing my time with younger men. Uh, I know that sounds very superficial, but I just find, I find this to be, what I'm gonna say is gonna sound horrible, but I find it to be very interesting when I date young and stupid. I find it to be very interesting because I observe their, their one, their vocabulary, I observe their, their lack of knowledge with the world and their lack of knowledge of, of reading and, and, and poetry and paintings and foods. So I find it joyful to teach them things that they don't know, that to me, it becomes a plus. So that is how I, that's, that's a coping mechanism for me. Now, I don't know why, but there are a lot of people in the world that tend to date the same type of people and they feel that they can fix the person. My darlings, we're not here to be babysitters. You're right, Kathy. There's nothing wrong with liking what I like. You're absolutely right, darling. Some people, my darlings out there, you guys tend to pick the same type of people. And, you know, a lot of women pick abusive men. They like to be verbally abused or physically abused. And there are men who unfortunately choose women who are equally abusive. Thanks, Jack. Has one Wonka bar. So anyway, um, what I'm getting at is this, okay, guys? Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up today is because I had a I had a I had a problem this weekend. It wasn't a bad problem. It was something where I was confronted with something that was said, and it wasn't bad and it wasn't nothing negative. It was just hola carali besitos. It was just the fact that I realized that I was still very angry when I thought that I had worked it out and and years of therapy, I thought I, it helped me and I was over it. I still wasn't over it. And I'm, and I, and I, 
I spend this weekend being very busy, but I also spend this weekend feeling very melancholy about just melancholy towards myself, not towards anyone else, towards myself. Because I just, I was so angry and so upset with myself that I actually was still feeling bitter or angry about things that have occurred that are over and done with. You know, unfortunately there are people that I have met along the line and along the years, but along the line of being bitter themselves and that like drama. I'm not one of those people. I don't like people, I don't like drama. So therefore I really don't like people in my home. When people are in my home, it has to be a selective few. Like I have godchildren that I love that come to my home, but there are people that I do not like when they come to my home. And as a reader, you know, there are people here in Florida where they want to come to your home and sit in your home. And I don't want them in my home. I, I'm a reader and I read over the phone and I'm fine. Or I read FaceTime and I'm fine. But when people that decide to come to my home, I don't like it. Alexander Orozco. Hey, Alex. Thanks. So anyway, so back to what I was saying. So it just made me realize that I was still a little bitter because of the fact that if any of you don't know my story, I'm going to explain this to you really quick in a nutshell. I didn't have a great childhood. I'm not saying that my mother was a bad person. I'm just saying I didn't have a great childhood because of personal reasons that I will not get into with anyone. Religiously, I developed very young. And unfortunately, my development a my development was like most of most Hispanic people and most black people that 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 experience where we go through through period, and not all, most. At least with my family, I know that mostly everybody that has developed has gone a little crazy first. So I went through that crazy stage of trying to kill myself as a child. And I mean, as a child, very young child. But it was not just because of personal issues like I thought. It was because of the, the spirit was too strong for me. You know? Now, one thing that I fought with my whole life was trying to make my mom happy, trying to make everybody happy, trying to be a Zen person and try to be kind to everybody. And everybody who knows me knows they met me. I was a very kind person. And I think I've always tried to be kind and human with people. But I was never kind to myself because I was always so angry. When I became known as a spiritual person and I started to do a lot of spiritual work and helping a lot of people, people, a lot of people depended on me and I didn't mind giving of my time and giving of, of my essence and giving of my, my kindness and my spirituality and sharing everything. But then I was betrayed by many people and it just broke my heart. It didn't get me angry. It broke my heart. Because here I am dedicating time to trying to heal humanity. And here's humanity slapping me in the face and calling me stupid. And by people that I, I thought that were people who really, truly loved me. 
And maybe that's what I wanted. But at the end of the day, when I I learned to, to go within myself and find myself, whether it was through my guru or or was through my mentors and my teachers, like you know, um, my pundit and 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 my guru and my friend Domingo and and other people, you know, because you also learn from people. Um, I had to make a decision, you know. In the process of going through all this depression, I was always so angry that I wasn't manifesting great things. I was only manifesting negative things. So. What did I have and what did I end up having? Nothing. I lost and I kept losing and I kept losing everything. And no matter how much I tried and no matter how, I, how I, much I kept afloat, I still had that fear. When things started to manifest better, I was living with someone who I've known for a very, very long time. And... It was not a bad thing. It was it was actually a very good thing. But what I learned was that you cannot put two mentally unstable people in the same household and expect good a good outcome. Because if you're trying to heal and that person is not trying to heal, that person just feels like they have it under control, which they don't, then all it does is cause chaos for you. Now, I dealt with it for a couple of years, and I was fine, but I dealt with it. I walked on eggshells, although I was accused that they were walking on eggshells, which that was nonsense. But when I had enough money, and yes, I was doing well. I had a store, and I was everything was moving. But when I, when I decided, or Spirit decided that it was my time to leave, I left. And I, I did not look back. I just kept going straight. I had a friend who accompanied me. I had a friend. I have. I had friends here. And I realized that I was not living my best life at all. So I had to search within myself and write down bullet points of things that were bothering me and things that I thought that I knew I could change. So I started to work on them one by one and even my bills. So my fear had been, I lost. I don't want to continue to keep losing. So that was my fear. And then I realized that my fear was keeping me from continuing to do the things that I've always done since I was a a teenager, which was travel. I've always traveled at least every three months. I was always going somewhere. And I was always keeping my mind very occupied and very busy. And for a few years, you know, I used um, Cuba as my playground, which was great. But I also traveled to other countries and I've seen other things and I've experienced wonderful things, but there was always still that fear. And that fear was the fact that and one side of my brain, I'm thinking about how successful I am and how successful I'm going to be and how successful 
I live because I live in gratitude every day and how I am very thankful for God, my spirits, my angels, my guides, and the powers that be. But then by, the other side of my brain is saying, you have to do this because if not, you're gonna lose that. You have to do this because, so the pressure is, the, the, the scale is not balancing on the positive. The, the, the scale seems to always balance on the negative because negative energy happens faster than positive energy. So you can manifest something negative faster than you can something positive. And I learned that, that was an important key that I had to learn. I also had to learn that no matter how many times I fell, it didn't matter. Because at the end of the day, there was no one there to pick me up except myself. So as long as I knew that no matter how many times I fell, I can pick myself up, that was another important key. Now, moving on to the best part, the best part of it all was going, living my life in denial. And I don't mean the river of Egypt. I mean, denial. I was in denial that I was okay, that I was complete, that I was fine, that I would, you know, everything was good when it was not good. So for all of you out there and including myself, every day should be a day to work on yourself. Every day should be a day where you should sit down with yourself and contemplate within a few minutes and ask yourself, what's going on in my life? What's new in my life? How can I change my life? How can I make it better? How can I manifest positive things? And how am I able to shut down that part of my brain that all is bringing me is chaos and denial and sadness and pain and sorrow and 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 allowing the ego to one run wild also how can i shut down that part that is always doubting that i will succeed that that's that's also that's also um silent whispers that come from from past from past childhood you know, things that you're, that people instill in you. You're just like your father or you're just like this or you're just like that and you're going to end up like this or you're going to end up like that. And this is nonsense that we have heard our whole lives and that's what we gravitate to. We find our siblings falling apart because while you're healing yourself, the siblings that you have that have gone through what you've gone through that you thought were always stronger than you turn out to be weaker than you. So what does that do? It causes chaos in your mind because it makes you sad that your, your peers are going through the same thing as you. So my, my uh, analyzation is that we as human beings, we have the ability to either want to change or not to change. We have the ability to either be fearful or not be fearful. We have the ability to change or not change. We have the ability to desire what we want and make it happen, or we have the ability to create obstacles in our lives every time where the good things are coming and continue to create obstacles and leave them there 
and let them drag on. And then when things bad things happen, it's like it's almost like a sigh of relief because you already knew that it was coming because you already anticipated it because you already created it. I always tell you about speaking and creating. To speak is to create. What you put out there, what you bring out there stays that doesn't stay out there. It comes back. It may come back equally or it might come back tenfold. So what exactly is it that you want to do? What exactly is it that you want to change? You know, if you're dating someone who is not the right person for you, then you need to state the facts to the person. The fact is that I feel this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. You do this, 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 and this. And the truth is that no matter how much I love you, I have to love me first. That is the simple truth. And you cannot be fearful of letting someone go with the idea that if you let someone go, you're going to have to be taking care of things yourself. When if you really stop and look, you've been taking care of yourself and other people for the longest time. You just gotten used to the abuse. And that's what you, you're used to is being abused and you're used to that pain. So you're not ready to let it go because you're used to that. So we must learn to gather up a lot of our energies and our strength and understand that no one is judging you. If you are not happy at work, and you complain, 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 but then you decide, you know what? I can't be complaining because it's my it's my job. And then you decide to do something else, but you're still complaining, then it's not the job, it's you. And then you have to find out what is causing you to be that way. If you're that type of person, which there are many that are used to blaming everybody else for their for the things that happened to them, I know because I was there a long time ago, Excuse me. If you're one of those people, then you need to sit down with yourself and you start need to start taking ownership for the shit that you do and for the pain that you have caused others and understand that maybe what you're going through, it's a karmic effect or universal effect, which is of equal or greater. You know, whatever you do comes back, either greater or equal. And I've learned that living in gratitude all the time, like you're right, Dr. D, it keeps you happy. I also learned that if you learn or you understand people and you learn not to have expectations on anyone, not even relationships, no expectations, your life will be better. Because when you have expectations of people towards you, people are always going to let you down. Always. They're always going to let you down. They're never going to feel you and they're never going to do or or they're never going to give you 110% like you give them. Because just like the universal law and the megahertz that we are vibrating on is higher now, there we still we still try to hold on to our human self by holding on to old habits. And that's why I said that, you know, as much as I have worked on myself, 
And as much as I, I, be, I believe in my heart of hearts and here in my head that I have everything under control, I have nothing under control. Because if I allowed something to trigger, the, to, to become a trigger from my past and I allowed it to affect me at this point in my life, then I'm still working on myself and I still have to continue to work on myself. And it's never easy. You know, it's like when a person leaves a job and they want to go to another job where they have an idea and in their mind, they keep saying, well, I know that I can do this. And it's fine because when you're working it out in here, it's very simple. You're working it out and you're like, I see myself doing this. I see myself doing that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Half the time, half of us don't do any of it. But the ones that do do the work, when a disappointment comes, you go back to being the person you were before which is insecure, you become unready, you become unhinged, and you become your own betrayer. You betray yourself because you're telling yourself that you're not good enough, that you're not going to make it to anything. Like I said, take responsibility for the things that you do. Take ownership of your own demons because no one can do it. Guys, we're going to go on commercial because we didn't do commercial earlier. We're going to go on commercial now. And when we get back, we're going to finish this, okay? I agree, Kathy. I agree. Commercial, please. Is there one more? I guess not. And Kathy, you're absolutely right. Oh. Happiness is, is your nature and it's not wrong to desire it. What's wrong is to seek outside when it is inside. And I agree with you 100%. You know, I don't know if you're talking about the emotional effect of love or you're talking about being with someone 
and looking outside of the relationship. Either or, you're right. You know, there's no reason for anyone to look outside. I'm going to be very honest with you. I must be the I must be the strangest gay person you ever want to meet, okay? I've done a little bit of everything in my life, but I don't share my partners when I have one, which I don't have one. But I don't share my partners. I don't believe in sharing. I don't believe in threesomes. I don't believe in foursomes. I don't believe in any of that stuff because I'm not a jealous human being. I just feel that if I'm not enough for the person I'm with, then why are you with me? That's just the way that I look at it. Because if you need to be to be with someone else to make yourself happy, then you shouldn't be with me and I shouldn't be with you. There's no hard feelings. You can walk away because there's nothing that anyone can do for me that I cannot do for myself. Just like there's nothing that anyone can buy me that I can't buy myself, except a Birkin bag right now. So not saying that I can't, I'm sure that if I put money away, instead of spending it and trying to help the world, I will have enough to buy myself a Birkin, but it's just material. And probably knowing me, I probably end up giving it away because that's what I do. I give things away. I buy them, put them away. And when I get bored, I just give them away. It doesn't really matter. Now, what I was explaining to you is, okay, I've been trying to explain to you that we are vibrating in a different frequency now, in a higher frequency. So we're going to have headaches and we're going to have we're going to have body aches and we're going to have headaches and we're going to have ringing in our ears like crazy. We're going to be hearing whispers like like little things like that. And we think it's the wind and we go like this, but it's not the wind. Um, we're going to see things that we haven't seen before. You're going to see things appear and disappear. We're going to see people that we actually think that we saw and then automatically they're not there. And it's not that you're going crazy. The universe is opening up and the universe is making you see what you need to see, the reality of life, okay? So you need to understand that you need to submit to yourself and your higher self to understand that one, we're not alone and two, that the universe will provide the help if we ask. But most of all, if you allow yourself to, to remind and to tell this, tell spirit, God's angel guides, the spirits, whatever you want to call them, if you allow yourself to let them know on a daily basis that you are living in their gratitude of what they help you with on a daily basis, whether it's money, whether it's your stability, whether it's mental health, whether it's health, whether it's relationship, doesn't matter. As long as you allow yourself to, to talk to the universe every day, at least five minutes and let them know how, let the universe know your spirits, angels, guides, and the powers that be, that you live in gratitude and that you are, you are in not just living in gratitude, you are also grateful for the things that they bring to you from all different directions from all over the world, from all different people. And you will see how things become a lot clearer. I've gotten used to telling the, the sky how beautiful it looks and telling the universe, thank you for giving me such a beautiful sky. 
go outside and, and look at the trees and thank the trees for being so green and the leaves for being so beautiful and thanking the universe and God and the spirits, the angels and guides for allowing me to be able to see everything that I see and the beauty and everything and the colors of everything. Because there are people in the world that are colorblind, they can't see color. So I show my gratitude by letting them know that I am living in gratitude. And if they feel that I'm not, then let it be their choice to remove from my life what does not need to be there anymore. Pain is one of the most disruptive things that can be happening in your head right now, pain. Along with ego, because sometimes your ego, if it's not put on check, you will have pain. People will not, people that you want to notice you won't notice you. People that you expect to notice you, you can't forget about expecting because there won't be anything to expect. So you have to make sure that you are living a very normal life and a very put together life so that you can move both among the living and the dead. Because that's the ultimate key, which people don't realize. The ultimate key is to be able to walk alongside of the living as well as the dead. And once you learn how to, to do that by, by talking to your ancestors, by worshiping your ancestors, by lighting candles every now and then, by saging your house and cleaning yourself and doing spiritual baths, you'll start to open up and you'll start to see the difference between the bad and the good. You'll start to see the difference between the inner you and the outer you. And you'll start to better appreciate which one makes you more happy, the outer you or the inner you. The inner you might be the one filled with magic and it's the one that you do closeted. You know, you're a witch in, in training or a witch in the closet. Or you are a gifted human being with supernatural powers, which people may call you to be a witch, but you do it out in the open and you're not afraid of the consequences because at the end of the day, it is who you are. Sometimes you have to choose whether you want to be the devil or you want to be God. And you have to make that conscious choice because sometimes no matter how much, how good you are to people and how good you are to their families or whatever, they will, they will sit on you and, and, and they will bust up your dream and make you feel like you don't belong. And even though you are of that family, you, they will still make you feel like you don't belong. So what can you do? If you have tried your best to try to manifest great things with people, and if you have tried your best to give yourself the best of everything by attaching goodness to their child, whether they be male or female, and they still don't accept you, then that means that they will never accept you. So you need to learn to walk away from things like that. It is very important to let things go that do not matter. Giving people, uh, giving the negativity vibration by constantly thinking about it, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to constantly be talking about what has happened in the past because all it's going to do is, like I said, it's going to make you bitter. It's not good when you are talking about things that you know that you could have manifested or worked out 
and they just have not worked out for you because you yourself have allowed it in here not to work out for you. So you have to make sure that when you're doing something or when you're, when you're doing something about this situation, you have to make sure that you are taking full responsibility of what you're doing, that you are taking full responsibility of things that you know that you can manifest, but yet you were too lazy to do it because all you thought about was, I want this to happen and I need it to happen within two days. Doesn't work that way. There's a cause and effect for everything. There's a karmic law for everything. There's a dharma law for everything. And there is God's law and God's will and spirit's will and angel's will so you have to understand or put into practice to understand better who is in control. So 99% of the time you're in control. That 1% goes to either your spirit, angels, guides, or even God. So you have to know that no matter what, you are in control and you have the power to be in control at all times, but you have to want to be in control. Because if you're in a relationship that doesn't work, why are you there? If you have to go outside your relationship, then why are you there? You know, if you're with someone who supposedly makes you happy, why do you cheat on them? Or why do you go outside the home to be with them? Doesn't make any sense. So then the person obviously doesn't have something that you want. You know, or the person is not giving you the attention that you feel that you deserve. Whatever it may be or however it may be, what I'm going to tell you is that you have the ability to make things change. No one else. You have the ability to make things right with yourself. You have the responsibility in life to admit when you're wrong and not lie because you're afraid to say that you're sorry. You don't have to say sorry to somebody if you don't want to. You don't have to apologize to anybody. It's up to you. You don't have to apologize. But what you have to do is you have to make sure that if you're going to do something, you're going to follow through. We talked about this last week. You have to say what you mean and mean what you say. You got to follow through. If you say you're going to leave, then leave. Don't say you're going to leave and you keep fighting and then you're going to stay and then you're going to leave and you're going to stay and you're going to leave because all you're bringing is chaos into your own home. And that negativity, all that's going to do is it's going to keep winding you up and winding you up and winding you up like a jack-in-the-box. Boom. And then when, when you had enough and you and you explode, you're not gonna realize, you're not gonna know why you're still there. You're gonna just grim and bear it and pretend that it didn't happen and oh, I can work it out. And then what happens until it happens again? And then I can work it out until it happens again. I can work it out. And then what happens? Well, the inevitable. Eventually you'll break up. And then you'll sit there moping and talking to you, to yourself about how you, how you went through life and so much time has passed by. Yeah, so much time has passed by with your foolishness because you were not able to walk away. 
So these are the things that you have to see. These are the things that you need to put into practice. And these are the things that you need to sit down and analyze yourself. You know, if am I doing what I'm doing because I am not happy at home? Because I am frustrated at home? Because I am not catered to at home? Or because when you go home, nobody really pays attention to you, not even your children. So you have to understand and you have to ask yourself, what is the trigger? What is the trigger that makes me feel what I feel? And it's simple. All of us have within, within ourselves the ability to create anything. Our thoughts are so powerful that we can create anything we want. It's just of knowing, not just what we can create, but knowing the vibration in which it has to be so that it can walk this way, you know? It can walk in a very straight line and you can finish doing what you need to do. So, again, bitterness does exist. Anger exists. Sadness exists. All kinds of stupid crap exists. Going to, to get high because you think that's going to help you. You know, hitting the bottle because you think that's going to help you. You know, mm -mm. these things are just crutches. None of these things will help you except yourself. Once you accept what you don't want to accept, then you know that you're on the right track. But when you accept something that you don't want, but you accept it because you feel that it will make someone else feel better, then it's not worth doing it. You know? Um, a friend of mine says all the time, learn your fabrics, learn your fabrics. Learn your fabrics doesn't mean to actually learn your fabrics. Learn your fabrics means that sometimes you have to sit back and you have to analyze people. But then I'm going to tell you a secret. Kathy and you know about this. I'll tell you a little secret. Sometimes you can only analyze people for such a long time until you get tired and enough is enough. You cannot pull your life and create a lifestyle for yourself and have children and try to keep a family if there's always family drama. You cannot. You either have to let go and walk away or you have to understand that no matter what you do, it doesn't make a difference. Because no matter what, people are still going to talk. They're still going to analyze you. They're still going to make fun of you. Or they're still going to try to figure you out. Hell. I'm 55 years old and people still try to figure me out. I don't understand why. People get in my business. They, they want to know what's wrong with me or they want to know what I'm doing or why I'm doing or this or that or this, that, and the third. But you know what? I don't give a flying fig. Never did, never will. Don't care. You know, um, I know sometimes people say, well, you do care. No, I really don't. It really takes a lot 
for me to care about something and it's got to be super important for me to care. There are people, there are certain people that I do care for with all my heart, that they have my heart. But don't get it twisted. Don't think that because they have my heart, I won't say what I have to say. I still put them in their place and still slap the ass because, you know, it's just the way that I am. I'm not going to let anybody abuse me or talk down to me or disrespect me in any way. So, guys, all I'm telling you is this, okay? Well, I want you to understand. Let, let's just bring everything to, like, a, a middle ground. This is what I want you to understand. It doesn't matter how time, how many times, how much time has passed. It doesn't matter if you become angry, if you become sad, if you become emotional, if you realize that you're still holding on to anger. First of all, to me, anger is like uh, mourning. You know, when because when when I stop talking to people, it's almost it's like basically I bury them. In my mind, I can actually envision myself going to their funeral, and I can envision myself. Excuse me very much. Oof, excuse me. I can envision myself burying them, and I can envision myself going to their wake. So they become invisible, and I've said that too. So technically opinions are like a-holes everyone has one everyone will give you their opinion but i believe that the best advice that you can get is from somebody that you ask for their opinion not someone who's willing who just always wants to give you their opinion no i don't believe that people have the right to give you their opinion unless you ask for it i know that my my um my favorite my favorite uh, way to handle people when they ask me and they start asking too many questions, I just say, not your business, not your business, not your business. Why? Because that's how it's supposed to be. It's not your business. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know what's going on. You don't need to know what happened. You don't need to know who I was at one point. You don't need to know what I'm what I'm doing with myself and you don't have to, to know what I'm doing for the future. You don't need to know, know any of that. You know, and as much as I love you, unless I let you into my life or into my circle, you will never know anything about me, which is the way that it should be. But I don't I, I don't find that I'm doing anything wrong and or I don't find that I'm breaking any rules. What I find is that the rules that I break are my internal, my internal uh, views. You know, anything that I have in my heart that's internal that I feel that I've caused, it's a problem to me. Anytime I do something and I feel that I hurt someone, that's a problem for me. Every time, you know, people try to check me on something, I just look at them like they have two heads or three heads. Not saying that their advice was right or wrong. I'm just saying that maybe they could have chosen a better time or a better place to tell me. But Unfortunately, we live in a society where people just don't care about other people. 
I say I don't care about certain things, but do I care about other things? A lot of things I care about. A lot of people I love, a lot of people that I respect, and a lot of people that will always have my respect. But just as easy as it is for me to have a lot of people in my life that I do respect, I have just as many that I don't respect and I don't care to respect. So with this being said, for all you people out there that have suffered at the hands of your in-laws, of your friends, of their friends, of your partner's friends or his exes or whatever, whenever you're dealing with that, the best thing to do is do nothing, walk away. Because you cannot change a person's habit right away. You have to take your time to get to know them as much as you get to know yourself so that everything that you want will manifest and manifest the way you want it and how you want it. So my suggestion to you is to keep yourself grounded so that everything can work. Keep yourself. I'm not going to tell you the Zen because it's not guaranteed that you're not going to screw up. You're human. You're bound to make mistakes. So you do you. And don't worry. Because once you realize within yourself that the bitterness that you have inside has a lot to do with things that you have not been able to let go of, then you will get the strength to let go of it. But you have to believe that the opportunity is coming and it is coming. So you have to believe and you have to be very secure and quiet in what it is that you want and how you want to manifest it. Because anything you want, you can manifest. Anything that you will, will manifest. Anything that you desire can be manifested through the power of, I would say the power of love or anything like that, because love, love changes everything, but bitterness does not. You have to love, you have to care for people. You have to understand that everybody has issues and everybody has a problem. None of us are without a sin because we all committed them. And a lot of things will shake and they will move for our favor and a lot of them won't, you know. Um, you have to know that you're not born to like be liked by everybody. So there's going to be a lot of people that are not going to like you. I mean, I walk into a room of spiritual people and there's a lot of people that will talk yin-yang about me and they don't even know me, but they will talk about me. I'm used to that already. So I really don't care. But like I said, you know, you guys have to understand that in order for you to move forward, You, you sometimes are going to have to close that door that's open for you at that moment. You're going to have to close it and walk away without looking back. So this is food for thought. This is the end of my show. I know that I ended up early. It's only four minutes earlier. We're going to go into commercial, but I am out of here. I will talk to you on next Monday. And this is Coffee with Ori. And again, I will tell you, like I always do, I would appreciate it if anybody will actually call in to the um, the Food Network. Um, the, um, what is it? The uh, Lord. I just like lost my train of thought there. 
the Alchemy Food Network, which is what I belong to, and Dr. D is there, and so is Ron, um, who is the Angel Whisper or the Angelic Whispers. Um, so whoever you need to speak to, by all means, feel free, and you will see. And thank you, Nadia. I love you guys, too. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll tune in on next Monday. Anybody, If anybody has a topic that they would like for me to share or talk about, it would really be nice if you can write in and let us know what topic to talk about because there's so many topics that I want to share, but there's a lot of topics that you guys want to share, and I would be glad to share it for you. So just let us know. And namaste, sayonara, aloha, and all that beautiful stuff. Okay? So I will talk to you guys next Monday at the same time. I want you to be blessed. I'm sending you light and love like I always do to all of you and to your families. And peace and light to the world so that we can finally be at peace because, brothers and sisters, I don't believe that we're going to be at peace anytime soon. And I believe that horrible things are about to come. So just prepare yourself for what's coming. Okay. Keep yourself safe and keep yourself steady and relaxed. A light and love. We will talk next Monday.